Hello and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode number 181 for the week of October 21st, 2019. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment recorded each week from New York City. That's true. And bounced around cables and satellites all around the world. We back, we back, we back. And right into your listening device of choice, as always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Camp Rooster. We bike. Man, it's been a while since I've had to read that. And you know what? It feels good. It feels good. It feels good to come back home, chill with my bro. Yeah, man. Talk about some games. I've been hungover for like oh, man. six days. <laughs> That's not Well, good. you know what it is? Like, I've had some time off and like I've been hanging. Like, I've been trying to like hang out with people I haven't hung out with in a while. Right. So I've been like hitting them up and then it's just like, oh, we're having a great time. Let's stay out till 4 a.m. Yeah. And I hadn't done that happens. in forever. Yeah. It's just like go to a nice dive bar and have four dollar beers. Oh, night. that's good. It's a good time, man. Bro, I didn't break the minimum before we had like our sixth beer. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> like, she was like, "You gotta at least get three more." Yeah, rounds. it was like that. The guy was like, uh, "You haven't uh, broken the minimum." Wow. Yet. I was like, "Well, another round like, for go us." Ahead, keep yeah. The party <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, this place was nasty. It was like, Damn. shots, three dollars. Wow. Yeah, nasty. That's gross. It's gross. Yeah, it must have been really. Uh, potent, yeah, like fuel. It was. Um, you know what's weird though? I, I was looking at our stats before we started the show, even before I started the show notes. Yeah. We have more California listeners, according to our analytics, than we do New York. Because you know I'm California poppy. So I just want to say, New York, I'm disappointed in you. I mean, but um, it's it's always like that though. Disappointed. Disappointed. I'm just saying, New York, step it up. Yeah, they need to. Everybody from it's New York wild. listening to this, share this with one friend. We rub New York so hard. Unbelievable. Come on, man. I guess it's because we're not Yankee fans. Shout out to Yankee fans. Also, I know y'all hurt. My condolences. My condolences. See, you we're know? not shitty Mets fans. Not at all. I, I never understand the sports fans who have to shit on another team. It's not me, man. That, like, it's like, I, I caught so much Mets slander recently. Same. For no reason. I was I like, stayed. I was sitting here minding my business. I know. I'm, I'm <laughs> I was actually always... rooting for the Yankees to pull through. Like, it would have been cool to see them. I always catch the collateral. Yeah, I saw some really crazy stat after they lost. I guess it was yesterday or the day before. Um, they had uh, this was the first decade that they didn't make a World Series since like 1919 or something like that. So it's been like a hundred years since they did not make like wow. the first decade. That's incredible. That's that's it. That is that's incredible. like the greatest sports franchise ever. Like you should rings, be proud bro. of that. Like <laughs> seriously, that's crazy. I don't understand. But how could you ever be like down about that? Meanwhile, if like fucking someone on the Knicks gets a rebound, I'm like, yo, yes! we're back, baby. We're back. We only lost by two. <laughs> we're back, baby. <laughs> um, so yeah, my condolences yeah. to the uh, to the, to the Yankee Yankees, fans. the the New York Yankees. Yeah. Um, shout out to Houston too, man. Yeah. Doing their damn thing. I should check the analytics. See if we have any Houston listeners. That maybe one. It's like Norby. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Norway. Thank you, man. Shout out. We got some. Uh, we got Chase. Chase from Texas. Yeah, Chase is fucking doing his damn thing. Just, shout out to Chase. Just fucking swerving on the roads. <laughs> um, but no, it's been nice. So, so for listeners who don't know, I was on vacation yeah, two man. weeks ago. At this point, it's been a while. It's been like three weeks since we've had a show. Yeah. Uh, for those still listening, thank you for staying with yeah, us. Yeah, first time. Long time. Long time. Um, no, but so I went to Amsterdam for five or six days. Um, then I just kind of had a little mini staycation here where I got to like catch up on games, which was super, super nice. Yeah. I will say um, Amsterdam, incredible city. I highly recommend it if you want to see a city with great infrastructure, um, a city that cares about its people, um, really cool bike culture. It's like, yeah. really easy to bike around. And it was just like a really good time. I, I didn't expect to have that much of a good time there. Um, and it was a nice mix of like, 
you know, museum hopping and, you know, I got to see, I went to the Van Gogh museum nice. and, and I got to see a bunch of like, you know, Dutch stuff. Cause I, I love the Dutch masters. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and it was cool. It was like, we went to go, we, we like, we did a nice amount of like partying. Speaking of like excessive partying, I, I went with my brother and who's like, you know, he's he, still, he posted something. I was like, yeah, definitely gonna get <laughs> fucked up by Blade for sure. Oh, was it? yeah. So I don't know where that was, but he maybe he did post the night we went to like so we went to this like rave thing that was at a school it used to be like an elementary school or middle school wow and it was trippy because like the it was probably the best night i had there um because the whole club was like everybody was you know it was super positive and very welcoming and like even at the door they were like you know please keep your phones in your pockets like try to be like present and it really felt like that. Like I, I was walking around, nobody was on their phones. That's awesome. Also, it was super low lit, so you probably couldn't even see anybody <laughs> if you pulled your phone out. But everybody there was like, it was a nice mix of people. And, and at the door, even like before we got in, we bought our tickets online. But they were very selective about who they let in, and and more so than like I think they would be here in New York. Right. But it wasn't out of like a you're cool enough, you can get in. It was more about trying to weed out any like people that might cause a ruckus because mm. even here like we i, t- I talked about a, a month or go a month or so ago about how we went to go see yeji dj at a local right. warehouse party thing and the vibe there was cool until you know a few drunk bro dudes started like policing the crowds like, looking for like the hot girls and stuff and you were like oh it sucks there was none of that that's awesome at the school that we went to and it was good. It was like, you know, like I said, nice mix of people. Everybody there was like super, you know, positive. And it was just like really good time. Um, you know, lots of people on different things for sure. Yeah. But like nobody was being obnoxious or getting anybody like in trouble. Cool vibe, it was yeah. like, wow, this is nice. It's nice, yeah. Um, so yeah, overall I had a good time. But then on the, so jumping into video games, I also got a lot of chances to just dig into games I've been missing out on, especially yeah. with like a seven, six, six or seven hour flight. So... With that said, I finally finished Untitled Goose Game on nice. the plane, and uh, it's it's great. It's a really great... I'm super glad that this game, and I'm sure our listeners have probably heard about it to death by this point, but I'm just really glad that a really simple concept that is that can be really fleshed out in a million different ways exists, yeah. and it's like something that's like super affordable, super bite-sized, easy to also con- I mean I guess it's debatable to me it was pretty easy intuitive to control and kind of clumsy in ways that like felt intentional um but for those who don't know if you've been living under a rock Untitled Goose <laughs> Game is a really really cool indie game where you play as the titular Untitled Goose and you're just running around a little small quaint town in like probably Europe somewhere and um you're just causing a ruckus you're just yeah. like just making trouble for honking. trouble's sake honking around town um I loved it a lot, and I, I'm really curious to see. And I've already been seeing, and maybe maybe you're not uh, seeing games that have been influenced by it, or at least its style of like different sort of takes on like that same spirit of like a really simple mechanic that's like really distilled into one thing, but that can still be um, just experimented with in so many different ways. So I want to see more of it. I want to see more of like what this studio comes out with next i think they, they already have the pedigree like off this game alone i would love to see a sequel if that's possible or maybe some downloadable content but i liked it a lot it was so good it was cool to see the um kind of like just outpour of like love for this game like they you know the 
community around it kind of made it its own thing like so many memes and like yeah it just kind of took on its own life yeah like yeah and 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 like the ingredients for that to happen are so like rare and random too and random yeah, yeah it's like you never know when that stuff's gonna happen but people yeah. really connected to this game and yeah it, it was it. kind of made for the social media meme yeah. age that we live in right now and I, it, it was great a genius all, all around um I also got a chance to, when I came back, had a few days to just not do a damn thing, which I didn't, but I was also fairly productive with it. I got to finish Lone Echo on on my Oculus. Really, really cool game. There there were moments that definitely felt like they overstayed their welcome. I was like, all right, I kind of get it. I got to turn this part of the station on or whatever. But as a proof of concept for like a VR thing, I also forgot to mention it. It was, um, it's made by, um, God, Ready at Dawn. The okay. same folks who made uh, the Order eighteen eighty six. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, it's, remember that game? Yeah, it's a good game. I think it's very <laughs> underrated. Um, but yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I, I'm very curious to see what comes from uh, the sequel. I know there's a sequel coming out. Really cool story. But I did think that like it kind of did overstay its welcome a bit. But I liked it a lot. Um, and I'm gonna like brief. I'm gonna like pass over the things that I've already talked about that I play regularly that I'm not going to go into, like Final Fantasy VIII yeah, and yeah, yeah. Link to the Past, which I also have been dipping into here and there just to slowly chug away at them. I played some Final Fantasy VIII last night, actually. That game is pretty fucking great. Um, but um, one thing that I wasn't expecting to really get into, and I kind of haven't, but I also enjoy seeing how our group of friends have been getting into it is call of duty mobile yeah so it's a it's a really interesting it's it was super surprising i picked it up thinking oh you know i've played Fortnite, i've played um pubg on mobile those haven't been great and for a variety of reasons also uh, failing to mention that those games are third person games but call of duty mobile <clears throat> essentially is a call of duty game on your phone and it looks fantastic looks it's great. got maps from call of duty games that i remember really well like games that i've uh, maps that i've spent like probably hundreds of hours yeah. in. so it feels familiar off jump and the controls were actually surprisingly intuitive super cool like yeah. i was very like i'm not a phone like this t- like a real you know how like they like fortnite and stuff like kids can play this i can't do I can't, it i can't do it either. in this game i'm like i'm good at this shit yeah I, I and i like give it up to the the control scheme and also you can like edit and uh customize, customize it yeah which i think is like genius so you can like make little tweaks um that'll help you along especially like me i have like weird lanky fingers so like my my fingers covered the screen yeah, in weird yeah. ways so i'm like all right well i'm gonna use that you know, to my advantage, but yeah, like you said, like our, our, our personal friend group just kind of like rallied to it and it was like, we're playing like daily and that's cool. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah. It's so weird. I will say though, after having poured maybe like a few hours into it, I still have the touchscreen thing that I can't get over. Yeah. Um, and I could, I could probably play it if I was like stuck somewhere and we were all together. I only play it when I don't have access to things. I was like at work yeah, or something like that. Right. And when I'm home, I'm like, I'm going to play Apex I'm gonna, instead. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it is really, really cool. And I, I like the idea that it's kind of like a cool thing you can do maybe on your lunch break or if you're, if you have, if you happen to have a commute with a really good Wi-Fi connection, cool. Do that, yeah. Um, but yeah, it is a really, really great proof of concept for something that I had no expectations for. It makes me wonder too. This, there's got to be a Switch version coming. Hmm. Because honestly, I would play it on Switch. Yeah, I would too. I because like I'm more so I had the same problem with Stardew Valley where I talked about it a 
few episodes ago, maybe a couple episodes ago, where I love that game, and I was like, oh, on touchscreen, I'll probably figure it out and get and get used to it. But I still can't play a game with touchscreen controls that re- like that basically mimic real life analog controls. controls. Yeah. Um, I just can't do it. And and to its credit, Stardew has a thing, has a mode where you can tap and like do things like one thing at a time. But that slowed the game down for me to a point where I was like, I might as well just fucking boot it up on my Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of makes me feel the same way about Call of Duty Mobile, which I wonder, like, would it feel better if I had one of those controller adapter things where I could plug in, if I had a controller and I was playing Call of Duty Mobile, I would probably play it more, but... That kind of defeats the whole purpose. It defeats the purpose, it's yeah. like, Especially in, like, a week, the next one's coming out, so it's like... Right. I'm probably never going to really play this game too much. And am I going to have, like, a... DualShock 4 with me everywhere right. I go. Yeah. No, it's not. No, it's not, not going to happen. not going to happen. But if it was on Switch, maybe. But it's cool. Everybody sucks on that, in this game, though. So you can just wash people. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I've been doing a lot of cleanup where I'm like usually the best person oh, on the team. Absolutely. And it's like, this shouldn't be. This shouldn't yeah, be, right? Shouldn't be like <laughs> I should be at least fourth or third. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think it's a really cool proof of concept. Um, I'm glad that it exists for folks who don't have the same touchscreen hangups that I do, but it's cool. Maybe, maybe I would have a better time with it on an iPad or something, but... Um, I don't know. I just like mobile gaming for me. I just can't do it, man. It's not made for us, man. No, it's not made for me. Um, so in addition to things that aren't made for me that I still fuck with, uh, I got back into Destiny 2 very lightly. Nice. Um, because I like came back from, from vacation and I was like, man, I, I would love a multiplayer shooter that I could just like hop into with a couple friends. And I've been looking for something, especially on PC, because I've been having like I've been showing my PC a lot of love lately, because I just like the idea of coming home and sitting at my desk again at another mm-hmm. desk. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I, I, I tinkered with Remnant. Um, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, Remnant from the Ashes, which is a uh, another sort of like cooperative online, almost like I mean I've you've been hearing it described as like Dark Souls with guns or whatever, which is pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, but there's like some melee stuff in there that you can, the combat feels really, really good. Uh, Remnant from the Ashes is a game where like you start off as like this lone adventurer into like this area that's been, it, it actually reminds me a lot of uh, another game that I loved, uh, Let It Die. Let It Die. Yeah, yeah I love Let but, It but Die. With way more com- like co-op gameplay. So you could hop in, I think with three people total. I could, I could be wrong about that. But um it feels really cool. It feels like a game where you jump in and you're, you're also like, you know, you're up, you, you have that loot of that loop rather of getting loot, uh, like gear and, and weapon attachments and, and better weapons. And, um, you have to go back and like go back to town or whatever and, and like upgrade your shit and then go back out into the wild and like fail like, until you hit another wall, go back and like, it's really, really fun. I just, I don't know. I would like to stick with it. I'll probably play it here and there, but destiny two was another thing that I was like, man, I've been hearing so many good things about uh, Shadowkeep and I want to like maybe jump in. I know that like they've revamped so many things and like made it fairly easy for people to jump back in that haven't been at it for a long time. Yeah. And I will say that's true to a degree as someone who hasn't played. I played all the base game. I didn't play any of the uh, DLC for it or the expansions just because at that point I kind of lost interest in Destiny and I, I, you know, I was playing other things like Apex and, and whatever else was on my plate. But, um, I will say having jumped back into Destiny 2, um, it takes a while to relearn the new like quest menus, which are like a little clunky. Um, they're, or even where to go. Even where to start. I, I didn't know where to start, so I was replaying missions, and I was like, this, this feels familiar. And I was like, oh yeah, I did these already. But I, I also like migrated my 
information over from the PlayStation to the PC because I because I have like my optional clan tag and everything on there. So like all that stuff somehow transferred over. But I'm, now I'm dealing with like my light level or whatever it's called. <laughs> I forget what the hell it's called. Yeah. Um, but it it really took me a while on my own to like figure out where to start. Also, again, like I said, to like relearn UI. Like there were things that were introduced that I didn't even know about. And I and I read I've been reading on it, like where to start, you know, how to do these things. And so I've had like a web page open while I'm playing, like Googling things while I go. And it's really been like a journey of like self-discovery of like how long can I tough this out for? Because like I have a certain threshold like for my patience. Like absolutely how if, if you waste my time for long enough then like I'm going to move on. De- There's so many other things I can be Destiny's doing. Destiny's always kind of had a problem with kind of like integrating new players into their systems and stuff because they, I guess they assume. Right. The game is kind of made just for hardcore players. It's made for anyway. hardcore like, people. Yeah. So they, they, that's where they lean into, but it they should have like a small tutorial. Like, hey, go here to do the old content. Yeah. I couldn't find that shit for a minute. Yeah. Um, or go here to upgrade your weapons or, you know, whatever it yeah, is. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was yeah. just like, just give me some direction. Yeah, like, tell direction. me what each person does. Right. That way I can, I don't have to like go to each person and be like, all right, yeah. well, this is just a vendor. And I can't imagine, I mean, I guess I can imagine it if you were like jumping in fresh. It made me like consider like, maybe I just start started a whole over. new build like don't from scratch. I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, but eventually I got the hang of it and like I was able to, you know, sort of decipher the difference between the challenges versus like the bounties yeah. and then, you know, how to like equip attachments to my armor or like little things here and there that i was like oh this is cool i I can sort of get into this because it's it's diablo basically and i was like all right i'm getting into it again and then shout out to chase me and chase played for like uh, maybe like last weekend or whatever i forget i forget what day it was that we hopped in and we played for like maybe like an hour or two and it reminded me of how good destiny is to play specifically with people because there were times where i had like a question. I was like, "Wait, where is where are we supposed to go?" And then Chase would be like, "Oh, I think we're supposed to go this way." Okay, cool. We figured it out. Let's keep moving. But then also just like the interplay of like, all right, Chase is like he's going left. I'll swing right. He's shooting this like the big bad over here. He's like doing his thing, getting headshots. I'll like flank him from this side. All right, now I got his attention. So like the dynamic of that feels so fucking good. Oh, Destiny's man. It is so when it's on, fucking it's on, good. Bro. Yeah, like even small little like throwaway side missions. I was like damn this looks good it feels good and like you know the the headshots with their heads exploding and like the purple thing shining in the corner like everything about this game feels so good and even we we hopped into a couple crucible matches and that was a a ton of fun did you get to play any of the gambit stuff no i didn't play that stuff yet yeah you should try that so so there's so much stuff i haven't even touched yet and like i wonder if it's possible to even if, like, I mean, I'll be real. I'll probably only be able to play this, like, once a week. Like, maybe on, like, a Saturday or whatever. But I do want to, like, keep up with it. I think you should, like, jump in every once in a while just to, you know, keep fresh. Because it is it does get the stuff where, like, if you get into, like, maybe, like, the lore side of it. A lot of people just play it kind of, like, just to expand their story. Because they're doing cool stuff with that. Right. Um, and then they get into the weeds with, like, all right, well, if you want this, like, secret weapon, you got to be on at this time. And do this specific set of things, which yeah. is kind of really cool, right. but it's like you have to just be there right. to enjoy it. It's yeah, one of those yeah. games that's like, well, you weren't there, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard to kind of explain how dope it is. Yeah. You know? And it's hard... I mean, it is a hard thing to for people to even, like, come to that level. Like, to be like, all right, well, I'm going to do all that just to even... Yeah. You know? Yeah, it makes me both excited and, like, intimidated to the point where I'm like, 
Because I, I was also a bit reading about like these different weird, intricate, convoluted ways of getting a specific item with the right type of build or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. so that, I'm not into that, that appeals to my, yeah, that doesn't appeal to me at all right. whatsoever. And like, that makes me <clears throat> want to treat this game on my own terms. Like the way, like I'm also, to be completely honest with you, I don't know what the fuck the story is about. <laughs> uh, I played the whole game. There's a, a big little moon mm-hmm. guy. The traveler. And he's being chased. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. By gang, gang. Uh, evil. Then you are a zombie. Because I came back from the dead. Dead. Nolan North is a part of this somehow. <laughs> also, Nolan North sounds like an ill-born name. <laughs> it probably is. I think uh, it was like, oh yeah, I'm it's like Peter, Peter North, North. <laughs> like nephew or something. Gang, shit. gang. <laughs> All my North. real perverts know what I'm talking about. Um, so there's got to be something. So yeah. like, I don't know. So I want to continue playing this game as like the way I've always kind of wanted to view yeah. it as like a chat room where we just shoot at things together. Absolutely. Like, I just want to run strikes with people. Like, that's that's my favorite part of it is, like, running strikes, maybe jumping it, like, having somebody walk me through a, 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 what do you call it, a raid. Right. You know, like, that's all, like, I don't really need to do all the weird, like, get this specific build. You know, I don't want to do all the intricate shit. Just teach me how to do the easy raid, and I'll do that. Like, I don't need to do the try hard raid where no one, like, is dying or anything like that. And I just like, want to have fun with it. Maybe one day I'll get to that. But like, that's why I think I'm going to like stop trying to keep up mm. and just play it on my own terms. And I think that's kind of been like low-key a revelation for me. It's like, oh, stop being so intimidated by having to feel the need to want to keep up and be the best. And just like, and that's the kind of the way I approach Apex. Even like, the, you know, the next game on my list, uh, especially with the, the launch of season three um, and the new character, Crypto, which I've like actually um, had a, I've sort of come around on the the first time I I played as crypto I was like mm, maybe not for me I, this feels like more for like and I I think I think this holds this is definitely a character for people who like to snipe or like to be mm. like scouts you know what I mean like people who like to be uh, long range combatants and I'm definitely more of a mid range to close range is someone not and I feel like um so for me it it's like a difference between switching up my playstyles and I'd much rather Pause for a second. Hey, I'm gonna keep going. It doesn't matter. My girl, my girlfriend's home. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Wow, we got a mirror. Stuff. We have a new mirror, everybody. So, so yeah. So, crypto. For those who don't know, is the newest character for Apex Legends season three. Yeah. Um, really dope character cool. who has a really cool drone that he can control, and it also came at the right time because I was also playing uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which has a drone too, which sort of feels familiar. But um, crypto in this case, like he can um, deploy that drone and use it to basically like you spot know enemies. spot enemies. Yeah. And once you get your ultimate, if you get close enough to uh, enemy players, you can um, release this, like, e- uh, what is EMP. it called? EMP. So it'll, like, shock them, and they'll be stunned for a bit. They can't really move as much. And it's really, really cool. I, I didn't really get it. I streamed it at work, and I was like, I don't really get this yet. It was also, like, my raw impressions yeah. with the character. But then I played a match where it came down between... I've also been doing, my, like, my thing in Apex recently. I've been, like, winning... I think I've won two matches so far this nice. season. I've been definitely been getting a lot of top fives top threes so this particular match it, it came down to the very end it was us and another squad and we didn't know where they were so i popped the drone i was looking for them and i found them 
and we wound up still losing. But the, the advantage you can get of knowing exactly where they are and keeping your eye on them. So that way, if like if I was on comms with my teammates, if I was playing with like you and Jay, for example, I could be like, yo, like watch out, they're coming this way, right. like get to higher ground is really, really valuable. And they started shooting, like they said they found each other and I like hit the EMP and I got two of them. Um, but it was like really, really valuable and it was really effective. And I, I never really like considered how he could really change up the end game. But I've also been playing way more as Watson recently. Watson's dope. Oh my god! I saw your clip of your yeah. your win. It's so I was nice. Like, that was that was really cool. Yeah, really cool play. I didn't have it unlocked her yet. But. She's so good. I, I I highly recommend her for anybody who likes playing as like defensive characters. Yeah. Um, because she can really like, you can really determine where you like. Again, I always I always think about it as like plugging up holes so i'm like all right i know if we go in this tunnel i'm gonna put where we came from i'm gonna put some 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 fences in and like as we progress further i'll keep doing that just to keep like you know watch our backs yeah. and stuff and it can be really valuable especially and she's dope because like even if she's just like um you know if they blow up your your wire you know yeah which is cool it's like yeah. a, no matter what happens you just have information just coming at you right and that's why i like crypto like i've been playing him like pretty much exclusively now yeah uh-huh. i haven't gotten a win with him yet but um again like at first i was like i don't think i understand this character yeah but he um i like what i've been doing is putting out the drone finding people and then putting the drone in a place that I know we're gonna meet up, like we're all gonna like fight. Oh, so pretty much at the edge that. of the thing, because it passively it'll spot people. Really, I didn't yeah. know that. If they run in its radius, it's like thirty meters or something like that. Shoot. So you can put it in a because it's very easy to spot and it's very easy to shoot Destroy, down. Yeah. But he does get it very quickly. So he's a cool character where you can just always kind of keep popping his ability. Um, so I put it in like a corner inside somewhere maybe. And then we, we fight, and then I can just blow up the um, the EMP, oh. and it'll get everything in this bubble, basically, wow. in this little range. But the bad thing about him is that it works on your teammates as well. Oh, that's fucking dirty. So I did that not knowing, and I just, like, because it kills their shield, it, like, kills 50% of your shield. Oh, shoot. Yeah, and then it slows you down, so, for a short amount of time. But the shield thing is a big deal. Yeah. So, that like, you pop it, and you're like, just go. So I was playing with some homies that I used to work with. Um, and he, I was like, look, look, I was like, we were like engaging these, the last two teams and we were trying to get like this pincer kind of move going on. And I was like, wait, everybody pull back. So I'd like send in the drone, pop the thing. And then we just rushed in and like got one of the teams and they got us. But it was just like, it was a cool little, you know, tactical, tactical situation. thing, but it is cool. Like having that spot or you could do it like, you know, you can control it or you can, um, do it automatically. So, it, yeah, I, I like the character a lot. I also think it was kind of cool to have the first Asian character, yeah. which is interesting yeah. like that they took this long <laughs> yeah no for real for real and he's like swaggy like korean dude yeah, he's like, got like hands yeah. in his pockets I, I love that little feature and also uh this week i think it was yeah this week started off the um the halloween event yeah so they're take, definitely taking a page from like the overwatch Fortnite yeah, school of absolutely. thought of like all right we're gonna have themed, themed seasonal things which i think is brilliant and in this case they have some like really fucking cool skins i will say wraith once again has the pro- problematic fucking Mexican Dia de los Muertos skin where like her face is like painted like a skull. And oh, was that. it? Yeah, she has another one of those. Like, really? I saw that with um, Bangalore has that too. Oh, does she? Yeah, mm. she has like the head wrap with the skull thing. Uh, it's like, ooh, interesting. Yeah, but like, but <laughs> but it's, again, it was like, man, y'all were the good ones. You yeah, had, you had this. You had this right. Yeah, you had but, the multicultural thing going on. They were like, yeah. whatever. I I really want. I definitely want that cowboy. Um, 
what's his name Mirage skin Mirage yeah. it's so fucking funny Mirage every time I look at it I'm like dying laughing <laughs> but um, with that came the new um, mode which I forget what it's called it's like shadow something something fall, yeah shadow something. fall I think you're right yeah which is basically like I until you just rem- reminded me before the show that the same mode from Call of Duty Black Ops 4 right yeah it, it's basically like that, that zombie mode where it's like you're solo um, and you drop in Cool thing they do. Basically, you solo, you drop, and every time you kill somebody, that person becomes an enemy of you and everybody else who's still alive. And they can just keep respawning. And their whole thing is just to try to kill you. They have really low health, but they are pretty strong. And and they're fast. fast. So they can kind of spot you from far away. Like, you show up in their map, and they're all, like, dark and stuff. And this is, like, the night map, and it's the older map, which is kind of cool. If you, if you miss that map, yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool to come back. It just shows you kind of like how dope the first map was. The first map is great. <laughs> it's really first good. Map is good. It's like it's perfect. I mean, it may, it may be like just a thing that we're comfortable with. Sure, but, sure. Um, but each room also has like candles in it. Yeah, it's like very like wealthy. It's really nice. Um, the monsters nice are like thing. green and like zombie like. It's really cool. Yeah. So, um, it's basically the same kind of situation as the zombie uh, mode on uh, Call of Duty. The thing that switches it up that I think is really cool is that when it gets down to the last 10 people who are uh, not zombies or whatever they're called, um, they have to team up now. Yeah. That's and they have part. to escape on this ship that like shows up. So like the whole time, you know where the ship is going to land. Um, so you're kind of making your way towards that area. Like it gives you a goal to like keep in mind, not just killing people, but it's just like escape, escape. So you're making your way to that goal and then you're just whittling down and then it gets to 10 and then you can see everybody on your team now is like, you know, you're just working together with the people that you were just trying to kill, which is (laughs) really dope. It's really cool. It's kind of cool. You just see people like running together and you're just like, you know, going for it. And if you don't make it on the ship, you die, you lose. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I've lost so I haven't won yet. So. Yeah, same. As I, anybody, like I, I haven't only, won as the zombies or the. Yeah, I've only played a handful of matches of it. Yeah. I think it's a really cool idea. I don't love it though. No, um, it's not great. I but. think the, um, I think it's way too easy to get downed by like the a swarm zombie. of them. Yeah, you really have to like work together. But it's weird because like you can't communicate with teammates unless you're maybe on. I haven't really tried being on like mics or something. Mics. On, I don't like, think so. I don't think you can. I don't think you can either. And it sucks because, like, you can't play it with buddies because then, you know, it defeats the whole purpose of the mode in a way. It, it'd be hard to balance in a way. But I think it's a cool little throwaway thing. I don't think I, – I kind of – I would rather them just, like, give me that night map for the regular mode. Yeah, I wish they did have, a like, a, a way to do, like, a medley of the yeah. maps. Just switch it up a little bit. Right, but. right, right. Yeah, because you you're only, like, locked into one at a time. Yeah. And then I will say the new Season 3 map is incredible. You like it? I like it a lot. I like most of it. I just think there's so much open space that I don't mm. like. There's, like... I end up running a lot in the in these new maps. Whereas, like, if you get a bad, like, circle position, you're just like, all yeah. right, I guess we're running. I had one that, that ended really weird where, like, my stu- my two stupid ass teammates they died on the roof of a huge skyscraper yeah. and i was on the first floor so like the circle was closing in and i could tell they were on the roof and i was on the first floor and this building has like multiple floors yeah and it ended up like just outside so we all ran outside and they jumped <laughs> down and they but they had like the advantage so they just like they killed yeah, me but i do like that there's a nice variety of like um elevation they definitely added to that because there are like straight up like cities where you could like see someone on the you're fifth floor sniping yeah, you're like, like, yeah this is PUBG now this is actually kind of great <laughs> uh, another thing they did that was pretty cool they added um they got rid of like the um robots that you punch and like you get loot but they added these things that are just flying over the That's great the map and they change from like uh the colors of the rarity so like blue purple 
gold or whatever and you can shoot it down you can get cool stuff but in those boxes you can get like this key oh my god that opens up a room uh there's three rooms scattered across the map and you can go to this room open it up with the key and you get just like really good best shit best armor in the game it's really dope because it was funny like the first time we got it we killed a team and they had a key and i was like guys i had a key i was with jay and andrew like uh you know um, of extra butter fame uh <laughs> so we were playing we were just having a great time and i was like i got a key they were like we're dropping everything we're going like to go to this thing it really makes a difference and they was like yo let me record it let me record it don't open it yet so we're like we're going in we're acting like little kids <laughs> we're like oh my god it's gold like I'm, it was so funny yo. you get the best gear though it, yeah it, it yeah, can really yeah. change the game i i found one in one of those things and I didn't know what it was. And then I like we were going through one of the caves, and I was like, "Wait a minute! I have the thing for this." And I went in there and like kitted us up. Like my squad had like the best gear, <laughs> the best like hop ups, yeah. everything. Like I, we just tore it up. It's great. It's a, it's, it's a really so cool good. addition because it like kind of you know sidetracks you because it's like yeah. risk and reward. Because some people will camp the the room, yeah, yeah, because yeah. they just assume yeah. people will come there. So a lot of times people will just be kind of waiting for you, which is really dope. But right. it's it's great. I, I'm enjoying myself with it. Like this yeah. game is just just my favorite kind of uh battle royale at the moment so. same same um and what's interesting is i actually m- mentioned them at the in the, this discussion but we got code earlier in the week for overwatch on switch mm, interesting. Um, I know. which is fascinating because I've, I've only played like two matches of it on switch on yeah. the tv especially and i will say like my immediate reactions especially like I, I think by now folks have heard different things about overwatch on switch in particular and i do think that it is unfortunate. It definitely appears to be the worst version of that game. I think if you have another console and you want to get into Overwatch, play it on anything else. If you only have a Switch and, you, and you're and you curious about Overwatch at this point and for whatever reason have not jumped on for like whatever, three yeah. or four years it's been out, I guess I understand that. But like to me, it feels like too little too late. Um, it does feel cool to be able to play it handheld though. Like that's kind of interesting. A, a game that like... I forgot how much I loved this game, and how, I, I think I was I was talking to my girlfriend about how much time I think cumulatively I've poured into this game, and it honestly has to be over like, and I'm not even exaggerating here, over 400 hours. Um, if you if you add up my PS4 and PC uh, like playtime, because I definitely played way more on PlayStation than I did on PC, but I also played a lot on PC. Um, but it is cool to have uh, a handheld version of the game. I will say 30 frames per second, though. Not it. Not it. I definitely also noticed, at least on my TV, I, haven't, I didn't really play too much on handheld, but th- because of the 30 frames per second, I wonder what the latency, the input latency is with the Pro Controller because I felt, I also tried the gyro controls for all of 30 seconds, and yeah. I was like, fuck this, this is awful. <laughs> it's definitely not Splatoon level. It's it's terrible. I immediately turned it off. Um but having played it in 30 frames on a TV on a Switch docked, I did notice a hefty amount of input delay, mm. and it feels like you're playing um, with the disadvantage. I was still doing my thing, but that's because I have over like 400 hours of gameplay, and I was like destroying Azaria. But it also felt kind of weird because you're only playing with Switch people, and I feel like these are all newcomers, right. and I'm just bodying everybody. Right, right, like right. I came into a match where I was like right at the end, and the other team was clearly losing because I must have picked up a slot with somebody who left, and I like legit single handedly like saved the game, and um, but it 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 definitely like made me feel like who is this for? Like who who the fuck is this for? 
yeah, I was wondering that too. I was like, no one really asked for this, but I guess they're just cool, trying to see what they can do. It felt like a, just like a, a stress test or something like that. Yeah. Like, you know, like some of them performance stuff. But yeah. yeah, I really don't know who this is for. I think it's maybe people who are interested in it and they should have made this shit like 10 bucks. <sighs> At least 30. I don't know how much it is. I don't know how much it is. Yeah. But I I will say um, it's weird too, especially considering the fact, I watched like the Digital Foundry breakdown and it's weird considering that Paladins is also on Switch, which I honestly personally cannot stand. Um, <laughs> but I get that there's a huge following around yeah. it. But that game runs, I think, to my knowledge, if I'm not mistaken, at 60 frames and it's, you know, it definitely doesn't look as beautiful as like an Overwatch or whatever, but it still looks pretty fucking good. Yeah, I would play that over that just because it's like all right well let's play the clone on the you know the hardware that can handle it it sucks too because like this could have been a really cool opportunity to and i think like you know the switch does make a lot of concessions to get it on there Mm -hmm. and i never really thought of like overwatch being and i'm i foolishly never thought of overwatch as being this really graphically intensive thing but considering that it's like you know six v six when there's a lot of effects happening on screen, like, you know, it can get pretty, like, chunky there. And, like, on my PS2, I never experienced any hiccups. On my PC, I definitely never experienced any hiccups. But when they're noticeable, like, it's hard to not, you know, notice it. It's, like, because it really impacts your level of play. And, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of want to play more of it on Switch, like, in handheld mode in particular, just to, like, see if maybe there is some sort of saving grace for it. I will say, like, that all being said, I could see improvements down the line like maybe via patches or i don't know if there's a switch pro that comes out eventually like i could see this becoming something cool but as it stands right now i'm like why like why yeah, though I, I mean i feel the same thing with like most of the the game like the shooters and stuff like fortnite and stuff like why is it on here right. um is it just to get a fix like you know yeah. like i really want to play some overwatch right right now and i have decent um wi-fi so i'll do that but yeah i mean if you're home might as well boot up the PS4. Yeah, if you have one, right? If you have yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like if you have a Switch and you want a really good team-based cooperative shooter or like multiplayer shooter, get Splatoon 2. <laughs> yeah, word. Spoiler alert. It's, it looks it's good. better. It runs better. Yeah, it's actually a great game. And it's game. actually a great game. And But I will say that, that being said, all the shit I just talked, after playing like a couple rounds of Overwatch on Switch, I was like, damn, this game is good. Oh, yeah. Overwatch will never not be good. Like, fuck you, Blizzard. But it's still good. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um... But yeah, in addition to that, they said sorry. The uh, yeah, no, they said sorry. It's uh, everything's okay now. Sorry. Right. Um, I will say, I can't say anything other than I'm playing Death Stranding, but I will Ooh. have things that I. I can't wait until next week. It comes out next week, right? No, it comes out on the eighth, November eighth. November eighth. Right. Yeah, so I have a couple, couple weeks. weeks yeah. So I will be doing things on it. So stay tuned. I can't wait to hear. And I got the, I got the Ring Fit Adventure. So. I'm gonna be honest. When yeah. it was when it was announced, I was like, "Holy shit, this is incredible!" I was I think I was way more excited than I let on, and I remember thinking like, "So you know me, I'm like peripheral king." Bro. Oh yeah, you, you you go for it. You're early adopter for all, oh, all things peripheral. You know how much plastic I've had to recycle, <laughs> bro. Like, I mean, if we're talking about Guitar Hero, Rock yeah. Band, but even before that, like with the gun cons. Yeah, you had the light gun stuff. DDR pads. Yeah. I had the PlayStation Eye. Like, I'm always looking for new things that are like... This motherfucker had the Nintendo Power Glove. I had, yeah, the, yeah, we had the Power Glove. I had the, We had the, the, the Mac, Power Pad. Yeah, Power Pad. We had everything. You had, yeah, you had DDR. Yeah. Yeah, you had it all, dog. I love peripherals. Yeah. 
Um, I even love saying the word peripherals. <laughs> <laughs> so, and actually, uh, throwback to when the optional was just a blog on like Medium. Yeah. I wrote a thing about like, yo, the Joy-Con, like, we're sleeping on this Joy-Con. And that's like not a revelation now, two years later. No, but at the time, but we were like, just like, people yeah. were like, what is this thing? Yeah, we, we'd only seen like copy, or not even like patent sketches of like what it could possibly be. And I was like, yo, this could be really fucking cool. Like it could be like Nintendo being weird again. And they've proven with Labo that they really are like thinking outside of the box, no pun intended, nice. with like with their Joy-Cons and their motion sensors and the IR sensors and shit. So I was like, when this got announced, I was like, oh fucking yeah. Like <laughs> this was like... <laughs> <laughs> this was me like because you know just having bought a vr headset yeah. again another peripheral that i don't need but holy shit right i love beat saber right that that makes me yeah that makes me build up a sweat and i can like you know i can fucking move and yeah. hit the things i love ddr you so do. you already you know i'm like i love to sweat while i play a game so my thing is like i've i've, I've enjoyed the process of exercise but the one hang-up i have is like what do you do when you're exercising? At least for me, in my particular, because I don't, I don't want to do like spin class. It's just not for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do like Roomba, or whatever, Tybo or some yeah. shit. I don't even know if Tybo is a little thing. Double up. Um, I never want to do that kind of stuff. I just, I'd rather not be like in a class setting for my own personal sort of social hangups, social anxiety hangups. But I also like going to the gym. For me, in particular, is like a thing that I necessarily, I, it's it's tough to enjoy for me in particular. There are, there are very rare moments where I feel like I'm getting a good workout in. Maybe I have like a, the right playlist on or maybe it's the right podcast and I kind of forget about it. But that's, it, that's always been the thing for me is like the hang up of fitness and exercise is doing a thing I don't enjoy and trying to distract my brain from the task at hand. Right. So I'm like, I'm going to be on the treadmill for like, you know, a couple miles, but okay, I need to really have a good podcast on to like forget I'm running yeah. and like in this fucking pain right so and it is kind of a fun game to like on the treadmill if you have a readout to see like all right you're like you know you're burning this many calories you're this how far you are all all of the workout stuff is gamified now so it is because we need that as our dumb lizard brains like can't do that without like numbers going up like on your watch or whatever yeah yeah that like the rings the rings closing or like the uh, the Peloton bikes with like yeah. the screens that are like you're going through a forest. Or, or even the that, like you ever the see mirror. Those mirror? Yeah, yeah, that thing is cool. I was like, I, I'm not gonna fucking lie. I looked, I looked at that. I was like, that looks cool. Looked at the price though, and I was like, nope. Yeah, now it's not made for the regular people. No. 1% so shit. when I saw the trailer for this, I was like, I already have a switch, and that's the genius. I think that's the genius behind Ring Fit Adventure is you already have everything you, you need. You have ninety percent of it. They snuck in. <laughs> fucking peloton bikes into fucking 50 over 15 million homes at this point if you looked at the latest numbers that's wild they, they, they've already surpassed the lifetime sales of the wii u which is wild um in two years so i was like fucking yeah, yeah. like sign me up like put the joy con you, you slide a joy con on this wheel and you put the other one around your leg or around your thigh and you're like you're set you have everything you need so i bought it on friday um Steven, our editor-in-chief, did like a review on it. He, he really liked it a lot. He put some videos about it on the site too, which I would highly recommend checking out. I think they're super cool, actually, even if he doesn't look like super cool himself. But I saw the video and he was like busting into a sweat and everything I've been reading from people who play, who've played it before I started playing it were like, yo, this shit's hard. So I was like, all right, cool. Maybe That's I want to do this. Yeah. So I bought it on Friday. I went to N- fucking Nintendo New York. I bought, I bought myself a copy. They gave me the, the clownishly large paper bag. Yeah, they, they don't have medium. Bruh. What's good with it? They got really a small one. I was like, you trying to get me robbed? Like, (laughs) 
like, and it's got like fucking Link's link face on, on it. it. Yeah, yeah I'm like, I can't, I can't get off where I live. You know how far away from here I live. So I was like, yeah, I always put that shit in like my backpack. Or yeah, something. so I like, I was like, went to Dwayne Reed, and I was like, wait, I can't carry this. So I like stuffed it in my tote. Thankfully, it was big enough, and uh, just threw that big ass Link bag away in like the nearest garbage can. Um, but so yeah, so I came home and That's I funny. waited till Saturday morning to check it out because I was like Friday night we like I forgot we just like hung out we had like i had a crepe i was like i'm not i can't <laughs> this not the day yeah. and this was it was mad tempting too because like in our discord like mo and i think uh jesse and a couple other people in the chat were like oh yeah like i you know i can't wait i just played it it's amazing and i'm like fucking like oh fomo <laughs> so i woke up the next morning early had a light breakfast got fucking ready got my fucking workout yeah, shorts yeah. on and i moved the coffee table to the side i have like, i have a decent amount of space now in this living room i set it up and i was like immediately blown away at how thoughtful and and like thought out this thing is as yeah. a, as an experience because it makes you like you know it does the the usual th- stuff of like it kind of um asks you for your weight your height your age um a bunch of other like factors that so they can determine like what kind of you know Exercise workout you recommend. and calibrating it for your height and all that kind of stuff it's like all right really really cool and then like once you jump into the actual adventure it's because there's, there's different modes it's like a single player adventure mode that has like a story attached to it that's like you know kind of cute and fun there's like quick play mode where i think you can just do like regular exercises so you don't have to necessarily jump into the adventure style and there's a couple others that i forgot there's even like an off screen mode mm-hmm. where you can put the switch to sleep basically like you don't, you're not seeing a tv output so you can maybe watch something else so you can actually like squeeze and pull the the ring and it keeps track of how many times you're doing wow. it so when you come back it'll be like oh you did a hundred here's a gift here's a present like you got a new fucking hat or whatever yes. the fuck it is give me that mario hat yo <laughs> we fucking we, we joke but i will do that yeah, shit word. i will be on the fucking train like Ugh. i need the bowser spikes <laughs> i need that shit so it is like everything I've kind of wanted from like a fitness entertainment thing because I, I I joked on the Discord about like, yo I would I would actually like low key sign up for a Beat Saber group class where we're all like rocking some new version of the Oculus whatever that's called uh, Fit or whatever, and it's smaller it's lighter maybe it has a fucking towel padding so it can absorb my sweat, or like I was joking too like AR plus this would be really incredible. Sick. Um, but as a like proof of concept, like 1.0 version of a thing that already encompass like incorporates existing technology that we have, these Joy-Con don't get enough credit. So, oh, so the 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 adventure itself is cute. You you know you stumble you start off in this like you find a ring, you unleash this devil dude, and he's like you have to fight him eventually. But then you have your own ring. I think I think his name is I think his name is. I forget what the fuck it might just be like ring or whatever like, <laughs> ring um, some shit like that and uh, it's even like so well thought where like his face like it, he's the shape of the Joy-Con he's like the thing you're holding but it, the face of the Joy-Con and like the sides of the Joy-Con are his ears so he has like little earrings on them it's like super cute yeah. really really well thought out very like has that very uh, nice arms Nintendo polish where like it looks like it could be in arms which I'm also wondering if they'll bring back for some sort of fitness type thing never oh. know um, but, uh, the, like the workout that it gave me and I was like, let me put it on like the easy mode. Cause I'm super out of shape. Like, let me just put that shit on easy and it's still whooped to my ass, bro. <laughs> like after like the three or the three or four main missions that I did, I was sweating like my fucking, I, I could feel like it in my legs. Calisthenics and shit, right? Yeah. It's okay, like all you. like, car- it's cardio like mostly cardio and, and like resistance training and like, um, yeah, like basically like Pilates or whatever. Yeah, that's dope. 
Yeah, and and it's really cute because like when you're like jogging in place, thankfully I have like really solid floors. There is an option to like not have to jog. It's like a quiet mode in case you don't want to disturb neighbors downstairs or in your house. And but I don't have to worry about that. So I was fucking jogging. I was like (laughs) knee high, fucking jogging, and um, I was busting into a sweat. So it makes it made me do like different uh, exercises, like squats, maybe do like overhead you know, things with the ring where I was pulling it. it I, at one point I was on the floor doing like leg extension workouts. Holy shit. And I mean, it's, it's obviously not as good as having like a personal trainer there no, to be like, yo, your back's not straight or whatever, but you try your best. You're and, doing stuff. Yeah. And surprisingly enough, the, the, the accuracy of like the motion sensing stuff is like really on point. So it'll tell you like, there was one thing, I forget what it's called, but there's one exercise where it's like, I, I think it's like a yoga type thing where you have to like sort of bend your knees, extend your arms. I'm doing this like, bad radio yeah but you have to like um like lift them lift your head your arms straight up and then bring them back down and then like but each time you're doing this your character on screen is also doing it and each exercise is like paired with a sort of combat animation so every time i do a squat for example when i go down there's a foot that's like charging and then when i when i stand up the foot kicks the monster or whatever and like there's a really cute animation that little bad guy goes flying and like when you're jogging you're actually running through the thing when you point the ring down and squeeze like it, it has like a gust of air so you can like float in the air oh, so shit. everything is attached to a game mechanic right. and you feel like and you know the things rumbling you can hear that you can see the feedback live on the screen and um it's just like man it feels fucking cool it also <laughs> feels like fun to like hear yeah. the guy be like yeah keep going you got it and you're like Yo, yeah, yeah, fucking yeah do, I got got it. It. hilarious <laughs> um and it's it's so funny because like after we were done, I was like sweating. It it tells you too, like, hey, take a break. Like if you're feeling a little fatigued, like don't rush through this thing. Like have have some water, sit down for a second before you jump into the next thing, which I definitely did. And uh, this morning, yo, I woke up. My body is hurting. Like it's sore. Like my legs hurt. My arms hurt. That's my good. chest. It's like that's that good sore. It's like yeah. ooh, you just keep poking your chest. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, damn, I can feel some sort yeah. of progress after one day. Um, <laughs> And it's really cool, too, because there are certain exercises that you do that, like, while you're doing them on the screen, there's a bunch of information. There's, like, a little character on screen that shows you the form, and you're supposed to, like, mimic whatever they do. But it'll also tell you, like, oh, this exercise is for your, like, this muscle or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. That's dope. And even, you know, like, to quickly wrap this up, it's going to be a super long episode. Hey, fuck them. Um, it keeps track of, like, how many calories you burn, how many, like, miles you've run, um, for that particular session and like it'll I, I think it'll sort of track your progress I'm assuming over the lifetime of you playing this game it asked me to set a reminder so I've set a reminder like uh, three times in like three times a week before work to remind me like hey it's time to play Ring Fit I wish there was a way to like t- sync that to your phone like with the that'd Nintendo cool, app yeah. that'd be really cool if there was a Ring Fit companion app that'd be really fucking cool where I could be like, oh, like I have to work out tomorrow. Like I only burned this amount of calories this week where I, excuse me, I missed my workout yesterday. Maybe I should double up tonight. That'd be kind of cool. So I think there's like an extra bit of like lifting, no pun intended, you have to do on your own outside of the software, which is a little bit of a bummer. But that being said, I think like if you are like me and you haven't worked out in a while and you have your own personal hangups for like going to a space where other people are like working out and stuff, which I, you know, I can get over eventually. Um, this feels like the kind of thing you do like 30 minutes before work or after work or whatever, before bed. Um, maybe not before bed, but, uh, it's genius. And I'm super excited as like a proof of concept of like what else can come from like the ring fit. Well, that's what, that's what I'm wondering. Like, do they have a rollout for, Ring fit stuff? I don't know. Either way, I think like 
it's so geniusly packaged. Unless you have a Switch Lite kind of assed out. Unless you just want to play it with like, you know, your Switch on a, some sort of like stand on a yeah. table. You could probably figure out a way to do it with an extra set of Joy-Cons. But I was like really blown away at how minim, how much, how little there is to get started with this thing. Assuming you already have a Switch. Because the package itself was like about this big, about the size of like a small pizza box, like a really small pizza box. And it comes with the ring and it comes with a little strap and just the game in the, in the case and that's it. And I could see this like, I could see this being something both for like kids, but also for anybody. Yeah. Like if you have a Switch and you've, been, and you've been sort of out of the fitness loop for a while, this is a really great way to jump back into like just regular exercise. I'm, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with it because I feel like Nintendo doesn't really do shit without really kind of like figuring out the road Yeah. to the, you know, to the end. So like... The adventure is like the first step, and then they're gonna do some more. Like maybe they'll just do like we fit, but for that, and it's just like yeah. straight up just exercise. Yeah, no game involved, but like you know. Yeah, I'm curious to see what the the quick play modes are like because um, I wonder if that's what it is. Like if there's no like you know fantastical world, maybe it's right. just like a, a studio and like um, like the the trainers back or something like that. Yeah, and I could see this like like I said before too, like the same. Which fit sounds dope. the same thing like maybe they maybe they have another thing where you like wrap around your arm and your other leg maybe they can maybe they can do like an arms boxing you know uh, kickboxing class or whatever or they do like zelda snowboarding or whatever like there's so many like yeah, sure. different things that they can use but i think it's very very smart of them to like start a new ip with no you know it's like a whole new thing for anybody to jump into and understand and it's very very basic like the, even the rpg elements of it of like oh you're hurt like there's a moment where you have to like hold the ring against your like abs and push in and hold your abs so like it's like a shield that comes up while they're attacking you and like the ac rumbles going so you can feel it it feels really cool and then uh if you get hurt though they have like you know smoothies you can drink to like heal up and like it's very basic really simple i don't think it needs to be like final fantasy 8 or whatever in order to understand like to make it too complex i think like the workout itself is like it's it's it basically disguises what are veggies as like ice cream yeah and it's like really fucking genius and i'm i'm super excited to continue to use it and like i've already i'm like already gonna order like a yoga mat so those leg extension exercises don't hurt my back yeah word um fucking hard floor man but it's really cool man like i i think even as a thing that like say you wanted to even travel with it or whatever like it's it's, it's very not that, big, yeah. not that big it's super light um if you wanted to like i could see this becoming a thing where um maybe at like your job or whatever like there's a space where people can do this in between or on their lunch break or like if if you want to do it during your lunch break if you don't want to feel too silly about doing it in the conference room or whatever no, like, sure. Just like set up your little it. handheld i yeah. mean shut up the screen or whatever yeah you can you can read it off the screen it's pretty easy to like understand and like yeah, I'm really, really excited for this thing. Like the future of what it means for like fitness, as um, you know, as as it co- as it connects to gamified systems and tech that we already have. Like th- this is like a hit for me, in my opinion. And I think if you have a Switch and you're curious about fit, it, there, it's, it's a pretty hefty price point. I think it's like eighty or ninety bucks. I think eighty bucks. Um, but man, it's fucking cool. It's dope. It's really fucking cool for I the love, game. I love the hardware. The yeah. Um, how soon? Until someone beats Dark Souls with this thing. Oh yeah, that they mod it. Yeah. See, I want <laughs> I want a mod of this with like yeah, like you said, like Dark Souls. But I want like the Beat Saber mod. I want uh, the I want the mod that like 
lets me use this thing with like a VR headset. Although I could see that becoming uncomfortable if, if I'm like running up and down with a fucking headset, headset on my yeah. head, which is why I think it maybe be more of like an AR type thing. But um, <laughs> again, proof of concept. I'm sold. I'm Into in. It. It's great if you have a Switch and you want to get back in. And like eighty bucks for me, in my opinion, is like not a really a big, uh, uh, a huge ask. Not so. at all. That's yeah, dope, man. man. I'm, super, I'm glad. Cool. I'm actually really interested in it because um, I don't, like my new room is like a lot more space. So I'm like, yeah, bro. Yeah, Do get it. my yoga mat out. Do it. Um, for me, uh, I just had some of the usual suspects. I had uh, Red Dead Online more of that shit just nice. killing them bad guys <laughs> nice. i love that fucking game man like yeah. red dead slept on i know it just came out for um pc, PC so if, if people haven't played it play that game it was one of my favorites of last year i thought it was really dope um and i beat control beat control yeah. definitely on my list of best games i've played in a really long time same um, it's forty. It's forty five bucks right now on Epic Game Store. By the is way, is it? Yeah, yeah. I'll play that game. It's it's oh, yeah, really sure. dope. It's easy to ingest. Um, it's like mechanically, it's not doing anything cool, like anything new, I should say. But it's doing a lot of cool, like thing with FMVs, which I think need to come back in a big way because yeah, this is when we can actually do them. And it like it seems cheesy, but not cheesy at all. No, not at all. You know, yeah. like it works. It works really well. And yeah. I, I was just like, damn, I miss FMVs, man. Like, yeah, we need that shit. Um, and maybe do some cool viral fucking, you know, real life media. What do you call that when they uh, like alternate? Yeah, reality I love, game. Yeah, I love that stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm yeah. almost done with like hundred uh, percenting it. But those missions where you have to like find, um, where the bureau wants you to find a specific target fucking hard like they just pop up randomly like a siren goes off and it's like you got to go to a certain area and kill it within a certain amount of time but if you die it goes away it's like it's brutal that's right so i have i need like four more of those and i'm 100 percent the game damn um yeah i I really love this game a lot um but i finished it so i'm gonna put that down for a while nice um a couple weeks ago i got to play my first smash brothers uh ultimate tournament How'd it go? Uh, at a bar. Uh, I made it past two rounds. So, okay. like, it, the first round was, like, a, um, it was, like, uh, how many people? 25 people and, like, four um, computer-controlled characters. So, the first uh, set of rounds was, like, um, uh, four uh, four players on, four, well, I guess not four and four, but, like, Free for all, but four players. Got it. And so you, the winner of that goes on to the next round. You won that one? So I won that one. Shit. Um, I played the long game. So I was like going after the person with the most lives. And I ended up like I had three stocks and I like beat the guy. Like he just ran right into my sword. It was great. Nice. Well done. Again. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. Like I, I was actually not even going to like play, but uh, I was out with my friend and her brother was in town. And he was like him and his friend. They always go to this, um, this bar in, in Ridgewood. Um, where they do this thing every tuesday it's like nice. a nice little dive bar and they have a big projector and they they cool. stream it on twitch it's really cool um so i was like oh, i guess I'll, I'll like join whatever and they had a bunch of controllers set up they're like sign up like come on this it's free if That's you win awesome. you get uh, like 20 dollars worth of drinks what yeah so it's pretty cool so like yeah i made it to the second round they have food can you apply it to food yeah you could apply it to food Shit. they had like tacos and stuff which is really Fuck. good um so like i got to the second round and I won that one, which was cool. It was a, uh, it was another set of like, it was two v twos or something like that. And I was just like on this guy that was kind of carrying me. And then I had to fight somebody else randomly, 
And the last guy was like semifinals, and whoever wins that goes on to the finals. And he destroyed. Like I got embarrassed, dude. Like Damn. I knew I was gonna lose at some point, but like I just kept getting lucky. I was like, oh, I'm not as bad as I thought yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. But like he he was playing Captain Falcon. I was playing uh. um, Corin, and uh, I was doing all right. But like he was just like on it first. So the first stock, I was like, yeah, whatever. And then I fell my second stock and uh, then he just three stocked me and I didn't like get one stock off him. Like, damn. Yeah. He, 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 but apparently he was like, he's always wins this thing. He's like, he was a real try hard. He was kind of a dick, but way to go, Steve. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, it was definitely it. a Steve. Uh, he won the whole thing. So I wasn't that mad, you know, like yeah, I was yeah. like, Oh, whatever, you know, and something that I wasn't even going to play. So yeah, play more Str- smash brothers. If you have locals around, like just go show up and just get your ass buzzed. Cause it, it was a really fun time. Experience. Just like my nerves were all like, yeah, just yeah, having yeah. people watch you. Yeah. And, like yeah. seem see like on Especially Twitch. On I got Twitch. my, yeah, I got yeah. my ass whipped on Twitch. <laughs> that's, my, that's my daily life. Bro. It was a really dope experience to like to have. That's awesome. And then the newest game I'm playing, I saw this was on the uh, Game Pass, was uh, Gears 5. Oh, I got to play that. Um, Gears 5 is... Gears pretty. Dope. Um, I'm, it, it's like a, like, it's classic Gears, mm. right? It's like, it gives you that, like, fucking big set piece situation where you're just like, all right, shoot, shoot, shoot. Big set piece, walk, walk, walk. What is <laughs> yeah, that? And it's like, that's what I want from a Gears game, yeah, right? Yeah, just know? give me that shit. I didn't play the one previous to this, um... I, 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 I don't think games. I, I played uh, I played all of them except for the previous one mm. where they the like prequel. No, it wasn't a prequel. It was like Mar- you play as like Marcus's son. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like mostly it just, you're fighting of, like robots. Was, or something. Gears of four. Gears of four. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That one. I didn't play that one. But it's these same characters from Gears of War, and they give you like a nice little. This is what happened yeah, last time. Yeah, unlost. exactly. They do exactly that. And it's like, we have to go back. <laughs> and then <laughs> you're playing as this and. It's cool, like the prologue. I mean, the, yeah, I guess this is the prologue. Um, you play as uh, the John Phoenix or whatever, JD Phoenix. Hmm. He's um, Marcus Phoenix's kid, and there's a mystery afoot. I don't really know what the story's about. <laughs> we just choose to be some honest. Someone's yeah. mom got ingested by the 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 brood or whatever. Okay. She was some some liquid. And she had the killer, and then uh, something happens at the end of the prologue, and then you just. I mean, this is kind of all. It's not really a spoiler, but. She's all over the the cover of the game, but you play as the, the main character is this woman who was in the previous game, and she has some t- sort of link to the Locust. She looks cool, super cool. And this game just it works really fucking well, and it, it's just like classic Gears. I'm like, damn, I, damn, I love, I love that. It, it made me feel like the first time I played Gears, like at your crib, like you yeah, know what I'm saying, like yeah, back in the yeah. day when we used to just like fucking land party and fucking yeah. you know play on a four by three LCD. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but it, it's just really good. The one thing I wasn't expecting that this game was ha- to have, which I don't necessarily need, is a open world. Mm. I don't want an open world in my Gears games. Yeah. Don't do it. And that every game needs an open world. Nope. But I guess this time, you know, in video games, it's like everybody needs an open world, I guess, yeah. to keep it going. But it just slowed it down to a whole... Yeah. Like, literally, I was, like, cruising through this game. And then, like, I was like, oh, I got to, like, drive around this mm. icy plane and find different locations and get these collections. So, it was fine. It's just, like, small it's small open world stuff, but it's just, like, I don't, I don't really, need it. Yeah, I don't need yeah. it. So, I, I cleared out that mission, and then the next mission was, again, another open world thing. But this time, it's in a desert. I'm like, all right. Well, that kind of takes me out of it, but it's still really good. Yeah. The shooting's really fucking dope. It's gory as fuck. Um, but in a way, that's not, like... 
off-putting yeah it's not off-putting to me mm. um but it is like because like they blow up in such an extravagant way where it's like oh i just stuck them with a grenade and it's like and you yeah, hit like yeah. that guitar riff that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know i just like, i love down. that stuff it's like stupid michael bay you know machismo fucking shit and i i I, I like that from Gears. Yeah. Not every game can do that real well, and this game can. It's like, you know, the guy Cole or whatever, he's screaming and yeah. shit. Coltrane. He's in this game? Yeah, he's in this game, makes a return. They're oh, all, like, shit. all the older guys are in it. Um, So, like... um, Marcus. Marcus is in it. Dom died in a game, uh, the last game I played. He got, like, eaten. Damn, rip. Yeah. It was, there was the one, oh, man, man, million things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one. That was the last one I played. But, um, Wasn't that the first one? No, no way. Oh, I don't know. I just remember. Yeah, it's a long time ago. But yeah. um, the supporting cast is the one of the characters you can play with if you're playing multiplayer is uh, the black dude who's partnered with the girl, and he's actually a pretty cool character. Like, I think he's actually funny. Like the dialogue they're saying, or it's not, it's not super cheesy. He does do a little bit of the shucking and jiving a little bit, which mm. is a little off putting, but not too much to the extent where it's like oh we just got a black guy like yeah, you know like yeah, yeah. but he is saying some stuff that's like actually pretty funny but nice. the dialogue the banter is pretty cool um and uh they added some new weapons so it's like i don't i don't know if you remember in the previous game it's like you have the lancer which is like a chainsaw yeah yeah and then they introduced like the retro lancer which was like the first set of gears you used to use and it was just like a gun with a knife on the end like a bayonet yeah so it was like that and then they have another version like the the new age version of the lantern it has like a rocket launcher on the end oh, <laughs> it's fucking dope wow. it's pretty sick like some of the weapons i'm just like this is a fucking this is sick. absurd yeah <laughs> absurd and dumb yeah. and i love it like i love this stuff yeah Damn. um it, it's it's really fun like shooting the locusts feel really crisp i haven't played any of the, the um multiplayer, multiplayer stuff but i definitely want to dive in at some point it is a little intimidating to be honest because you don't want to play as a terminator bro <sighs> that's why i want to play man yeah but I mean, look again. If you have um, Game Pass, there's no excuse to not play this game. If you're interested in it at all, just try it out. It's yeah. really dope. Like, I think it's a, a a really quality game, and it's like a return to form. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta play that shit. It's it's dope. I I, I I dig it a lot, and I'm uh I'm excited to like complete the game because it's not. It doesn't seem like it's gonna be a very long game. So nice. Um, That's like sounds like right up my alley. Yeah, yeah. I, I was burning through. I, I'm pretty much halfway through it. So oh damn. Yeah, I think I read it's only five chapters, and I'm already up to three. Nice. A little part ways through three. So. That sounds great. Yeah. So that's I'm like into that. Um, other than that, that's it. Yeah. That's all I've really been playing. Nice, man. Um, what else is it? Yeah. No, no. That's all I've been playing. That's all. Playing. Dope. Dope. Um, all right. Cool. Let's just jump into the news this week then. Um, I don't know. If th- I don't know if you've heard of this game called Fortnite. Yeah. Um, but. Oh, yeah. They had a thing. Yeah. Early in this week. Early in the week is actually pretty interesting especially i think it happened like over the weekend especially at a weird time that none of us were really prepared for we came in on monday and it was like all right we got to cover this somehow and and thankfully um riley um shout out to riley on staff at kotaku he's been like on top of everything Mm -hmm. he's been following it and reporting on it it's been really really great to see but they had a really cool event where like at a specific time i think the game told there was like a countdown happening and that at that specific time everyone got to see this like really crazy display where like rockets were being flung through like different wormholes and you know like basically on on the map live as it as it was happening and it all resulted in like this black hole that sucked up everything so if you booted up the game all you would see was this like black hole and like there were like numbers being sprouted out that were like people were decoding somehow and there were like messages about it it's the fibonacci code (laughs) it's fucking robert langdon was on the case (laughs) and then like 
uh, they were using like videos of people that were like in the main menu when it happened and it just sucked up the main menu. It was actually really, really cool. Super tough. Very, very brilliant. And um, long story short, it was all basically leading up to Fortnite Chapter 2, which is already live and it's been live for a few days now um, or I think most of the week, honestly. I think since like Tuesday or something. But um, yeah, it's back now and it, it, they've got a brand new map from what I understand. Uh, a bunch of new things like... Boats. Um, boats you can carry players now like so i've seen some really funny shit <laughs> yeah same <laughs> it actually makes me want to play again um but it's you know a lot of it a lot of the core stuff has remained intact but it does it does seem like a really cool way to approach a new map map and a new content drop and like fortnite seems to be continuing to like lead the way in in the like absolutely these kind of things it, it made me feel like i wish there was a shared experience for a game maybe maybe if, even if it was like if apex starts to do something similar which i wouldn't be surprised if they did um but it there, there's really no one else doing these shared monumental events the same way because i think you, you watch a bunch of videos of this and like you know kids and their friends are in the same party and they're like yo this is crazy like look over there and like it's really cool like it made me wish something like destiny for whatever like do some like live stuff. events and yeah stuff. yeah it would be really cool to see that and then see like the the aftermath of it because even as someone who doesn't play fortnite it was still cool to see the hype being Absolutely. generated around it and like you know lady gaga being like yo who's ninja like all that <laughs> shit she was really interesting to watch um but yeah, I mean, it, it makes me appreciate the game in, in a way that, like, it's still really cool to observe from a distance. Like, I don't necessarily need to be on the boot, like, you know, boots on the ground, but, like, um, and I don't know if this is enough to pull me back into something like Fortnite, because, like, with something like Apex, and I've already found my other things mm-hmm. that, you know, satiate that thirst I have for that multiplayer experience, um, it is kind of dope to see this exist and I, i'm like it's really cool yeah i remember when the first event happened when the rifts started opening up i thought that was like the cool stuff and that was like the, around the last time i really played the game mm-hmm. um and then it became this game that i it was unrecognizable like right. it was like what <laughs> like i don't do need, what now? yeah you can do all this stuff where you're like you know building all crazy but um yeah i mean i think it's really dope that like you know people were like literally sitting there for almost 48 hours watching it live stream of a like a black hole that wasn't doing shit really and i wonder if that like hurt their bottom line or helped their bottom line or like i just wonder what they were like yo we're gonna be down for two days longer than we've ever been down since you know we rolled out battle royale yeah and i wonder like if they were like this is a decision that's gonna be good because people were still streaming the game but they weren't buying skins yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I wonder if they saw a dip where it was like really bad or like really good. Or it's also just, I mean, it, it's it's got to be like it's the more, in my opinion, like wholesome, calculated version of when a YouTuber like, all right, we need, we need a controversy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> go, go walk into the suicide forest and like you know, yeah. you, you're, it's going to be rocky for a few days, but then after a while, you're going to have the most subscribers you've ever had. Yeah, because it's definitely like I, I was talking about it, and we, we we've been talking about it in the Discord, but I was like, this is definitely epic really bottling and selling hype in digital form in ways that like we really haven't seen before they're the kings at this shit man. yeah and like you know yeah it might have hurt their bottom line for like two days but i'm sure they probably got way more people back yeah, into the that, swing that, was, that was gonna be my um you know my thought it's yeah. like that whatever the next day you know when they rolled out that new map everybody was buying skins just to you know satiate their fucking hunger for this game yeah and, yeah, I, and, and also yeah. like even if it's like if it's piquing the interest of somebody like me who like really won't i probably won't play it jump back in yeah 
the people who are on the other side of the fence are like, well, I was already straddling the fence and want to get in. This is a perfect time to do it. You totally. Know? So yeah, it's it's genius. Yeah, I love it. Um, all right, cool. So uh, this next story: uh, AOC and other senators urging Blizzard to reverse suspension. So I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, they definitely heard about this at this point. Yeah. But um, a, a while ago, I, this must have happened. I think it happened while I was on vacation. For sure. Of course, all the all the juicy, <laughs> wild stuff happens when I'm when I'm away, but. Um, there was a was it Hearthstone player uh, or was it League? I forget which which one it was. He was a League player. Um, but yeah, he he won. Um, oh, it was Hearthstone. 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 Yeah, sorry. yeah, so it was a recent suspension of professional Hearthstone player Chung Blitzchung. Uh, I forgot to say that. Why? Um, but he basically when he won, he said something in support of the the protests in Hong Kong, which if you haven't heard about, it's a really, really complex issue happening at the moment where Hong Kong is basically protesting to, I guess, preserve any sense of, like, democracy and, and you know, uh, sovereignty in, in China because, like, China's basically trying to, you know, stop that and, and yeah. you know, gobble them up. But um, it's a really, like, complex situation happening over there. And, yeah. and you like... There's a lot of like actually, if you want to get a real deep dive into like the history and the complexity of it all, there was a really great episode of uh, Waypoint Radio where they really jumped in and, and dived into it and like or dove into it. I would highly recommend. Even that, I was just out. like, uh, I still don't actually get it. Yeah, it's it's, it's tough. <laughs> like I I it's understand tough. like the you know the high level of it. Sure, but it is tough. It is very tough. It's a, yeah, it's a very like tricky situation. But despite all that. Blizzard went ahead and suspended this player for at, at, originally for like a year. They they took they took back his winnings, and um, you know basically wild, for I mean talking about bottom lines, they did that out of like fear of you know being because they're beholden to these Chinese markets. Yeah, and it's like the second biggest market absolutely it, for them in the world and for a lot of people. Like we've seen it with like the NBA oh and other things happening. Like all these relationships with, with China in particular, because so much comes out of China, whether it's like manufacturing or like, you know, revenue for digital products like this. So it's been a really, really tricky situation. And as a result, certain, certain senators have been asking Blizzard to, um, you know, uh, basically reverse their suspension and, and give him back his winnings and stuff. But um, there was a statement that happened last week from uh, Blizzard President Jay Allen Brack, and he said that they walked back some of the penalties referenced in the um, congressional letter. The statement had reduced Chung's suspension to six months. I'm taking this from Kotaku, by the way, and awarding awarded him prize money Blizzard had originally withheld. But they, you know, they're still suspending him for six months. They still have to have some sort of like, you know, punishment towards this this player, which is kind of, in my opinion, bullshit. I think, um, you know, I think people should have every right to say. And what also sucks too is for those casters. I think that did the interview. They also got really, yeah, penalized in a way. I, I think they got let go of or something. I forget what it was exactly. It's wild, bro. Um, and also, like tangentially related, it has to be Blizzard canceled an Overwatch event at the Nintendo store that yeah. was supposed to happen um, here in New York this right? week. Yeah, here in New York. And you know, it's pretty obvious as to why they canceled it. But what is more fascinating to me is that BlizzCon is like right around the corner. I think it's November first or something like that. It's like coming really soon, and there's been groups that have been protesting Blizzard, and you've seen movements online where people have been like deleting their Blizzard accounts and 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 calling for um, what's the word uh, boycott, and like it's been really causing a storm, and it's really really fucking interesting, and, and I you know what I think it's kind of fucking cool that like 
people are holding this comp this company to yeah because like what is what is for it? free speech mean am i an employee of yours right what are clearly what are the terms because you let mad shit fly all the Facts. time yeah you know what i'm saying like a year suspension for just being like, yo, support the homies <laughs> right, or, right. you know, under the boot of whatever, right. whatever your thought is. It's like, it wasn't like really explicit. It was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are the rules? Like, I don't know. That, this is really frustrating, especially for somebody who probably makes their living yeah. off of, you know, blizzard shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it sets a scary precedent because you, you think like, oh shit, like what else like, what if we played, you know, an Apex tournament or whatever, and, and I was like, yo, um, fucking get those kids out of the fucking cages or whatever. And then they were like, All right, nah, you're suspended. You're suspended. You can't play our game no more. Like, it's bullshit. Like, it's, it's, way, it's been way too convenient for companies for this long to be like, yo, you know, it's not political. We try to stay out of it. But you are. You're, you're literally being political by doing that right and it's, they don't they don't want to fucking stand that i think they do understand it it's just that yeah. they know that the people on the other side just want to hear them say that it's like yo right. we just want to see you bow down that's it yeah you know we and we have to they have to appease everybody and in like you know talking about like we were talking about with Fortnite with with a much less egregious example right they also have to understand that like yeah this is going to affect our bottom line but if we ride out the waves we're out the storm like you know we'll get through it all but like because, you know, who knows what six months from now, if we're still going to be talking about this Hong Kong thing, are we going to move on to the next topic? But, like, you know, I think it is important to voice your frustration or, or whatever. But, like, I don't know, man. It's They're really banking on most gamers' trademark yeah. to, like, not give a shit about this thing. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Just forget about it in two weeks or whatever, which is, like, it's... We'll see, cause you know BlizzCon's right around the corner. We'll see what those protests look like. But that should be dope if it like not too many people go to BlizzCon. Mm. Or do you just like to the protests? No, 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 to the to BlizzCon or like you know if they see a dip in there. Cause like there are they gonna have to like reschedule Q and As? Are they gonna stop the Q and As? Are they gonna like? Cause you know there's still there's like rumors of like Diablo two and Diablo four coming. Like I think I guess a remaster of two mm -hmm. and a new Diablo four. So are they banking on players hopefully not caring about this? Are they going to announce something else to hopefully like appease the fans? And like it's such a weird situation to be in, but I think it's like kind of fucking cool that there are protests that are going to be happening too to just be like, hey man, not cool. I also think it was kind of cool that like you know all the senators and stuff like are standing up for, yeah. you know, people who don't really have a voice. I could then really have a voice, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, he used his voice and he got, like, hurt. Punished for punished it. Punished for it. Yeah. It's Maybe like, it's time to jump into Apex, buddy. Absolutely. Um, all right, cool. Our next story. This, this one is a two-parter for me because I find this so funny. I'm so... I have so many thoughts. But I'm taking this from WCCF Tech. Stadium multiplayer will be, quote, way better, unquote, than what you can get out of a console, says Google. So this story I found really interesting. There was a um, the director of games at Google Stadia, Jack Buser, I'm going to say, appeared on the latest Kind of yeah, Funny podcast right. for a lengthy chat on the cloud-only platform. And in the thing, he basically talks about how Stadia will sort of advance the genre of like Battle Royales, for example. So he's saying like basically the way that things are structured now with consoles, it's like trying to facilitate a game between like you know, console to console, like peer to peer type shit. And it's like, you know, basically uh, there are obvious limitations to that, but because of their, you know, 
cloud centers or whatever the heck they're called and their infrastructure and the bandwidth that they can afford to use that, you know, games on Stadia can actually provide experiences where like there are maybe even thousands of players on the same match in the same world at the same time and inhabiting the same space. So if we're talking about like things like Fortnite and Destiny and stuff, like you can only imagine what that could mean. But um, it does seem like cool. It sounds great. Also, it like doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> right, right. And like, it, it, I think that's one of the main issues that Google and Stadia are having at the moment is like, we don't even do know what it is. Right. <laughs> and they had the, they had the trailer that came out for, for the Pixel, or they had the, the Google event recently yeah. in New York, and they where they unveiled the Pixel Four finally, the most leaked phone in the world, and. Um, they had a thing for Stadia that was like, all right, here's like a quick little trailer of what it is. And at the moment, the way they're selling it still is like, hey, it's a, it's a service where you can play a game on your TV. And then if, you know, you have an annoying roommate, you can want to watch a movie or something, you can move on to your phone or your computer. And like, that is like the bare bones essential pitch. But even then, I'm still like, I guess I need to really see it in action for for me to understand it or for the everyday consumer to understand it. But like, the main selling point, if if it were up to me, it'd be like, yo, you, you're going to be able to play games that you just can't do on console. Mm-hmm. And they have yet to show me one of those fucking games. No. They've, they've shown off like the concepts to like the game developers and stuff at the at GDC and stuff. But I do think that the first year of this thing is going to completely be like a beta. Because even in my follow-up story here, taken from The Verge, is that Google Stadia's wireless controller won't even be wireless at launch. So it's like this really cool wireless controller that they're, that they're saying you hook up to your Wi-Fi connection and it, and it communicates directly to their data center where your game is being processed or whatever. So there's like zero latency or like close to zero latency, whatever, whatever. Um, they're like, yeah, hold this USB-C. <laughs> yeah, plug this shit in to your computer. That shit is fucking wild. Which is like I'm not plugging a controller into my Pixel. I'm sorry. No, I'm not doing that. I'm gonna wait until the shit is like good to go. Good to go, because like I'm, I, there's just no way I'm gonna be doing that. Yeah, that right there just shows you that they're not ready for this. They're just not like they threw it in and they gave us a date, and then they were like, okay, we gotta stick to that fucking date now. Even their trailer was like, you'll get a free game a month. Um, we can't tell you yet. Well, I don't know. Assassin's Creed. And yeah, it's like, right. Okay, okay, cool. Maybe. But and they're not even telling you the service service. Like, be explicit. Like, yo, these people are gonna you're gonna have to buy full price games. Tell us that you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like a Netflix service where I think people are thinking that it is, right? And it's like I don't know. I, I just it, I, this is funny though that they're like, oh yeah, you gotta, it's you gotta wire it up. <laughs> you gotta plug this shit in with a cable, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm still like, as someone who traded in three consoles over the weekend, I had mm-hmm. to lug that shit to GameStop and like, you know, I don't know. I'm still hopeful for like the potential of what it could be, but right now it's definitely not. It still has so much to fucking prove. Like you're trying to sell people on thing. Like I don't know. Maybe they're banking on this becoming like the thing where like I want this to be dope. Yeah. But chances are it's not going to be dope for a long time. Yeah. And and like I think someone threw in the Discord too that like the Destiny account that you'll be playing on Stadia will be like exclusive to Stadia, so there's no even there's no real incentive for me to want to play Destiny 2, even if it comes with all the expansions, because I'm like, well, why would I just play it at home? And right. like, <sighs> yeah. Where yeah, I have yeah, all my progress. I it's, have all my shit. So confusing and so Especially weird. since they just did the cross-save situation. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> and then and then I guess our last story of the week or for this week is the PS5 coming holiday 2020. Nice. Um, so if you haven't heard that there was a blog on the on the PlayStation blog about the PS5 and it coming um, next holiday that they're claiming and, it, and they at the wire had a, an exclusive with um, the PS5 and about it's like new controller that they're coming out with where they're claiming that it'll have more haptic feedback, especially within the triggers, which I think is really interesting and that, the, you know, that they're moving to um, solid state drives for faster load times and they're playing around with different, different things to keep, um, I guess, things easier on the user side of things. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I am extremely curious about those haptic feedback controllers because if they're, if they're saying what I think they're saying is like, you know, the same way if you're if you have a phone nowadays, you can sort of like when you tap on your keyboard, your your, your phone will vibrate in a way that feels like you're actually pushing buttons. I could see that being interesting for certain games where like maybe it is something really cool with like a, a shooter where like you can actually feel the the trigger pull and like maybe there is a little bit of maybe even some resistance every time you do so. Like there is some promise there. I'm curious to see what the actual controller looks like. I would like. I would love to see some sort of like revision on the DualShock Four, which I think yeah. is a fine controller. A little bit bigger, please. Yeah, maybe bigger. Maybe like I don't know. Maybe sturdier. Maybe not made out of fucking corn. Um, but yeah, I'm curious to know. Uh, do you think you'll be an early adopter for the PS5? Probably. Yeah. Same. Probably. I mean, hopefully, you know, I'm in a position where I can. Sure. Sure. You sure. know. <laughs> um, but yeah, if it were to like come out like. Say if it was coming out this winter, I would be. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I just need more. Curious. I need that power, baby. I'm very curious. I like the how the dev kit looked though. Yeah, it looks like a fucking weird ass alarm clock. Yeah. It was like, ooh. Very strange. That's kind of cool. I like that they make weird shit just yeah. to like. They obviously made it weird looking. Yeah, oh yeah. For a purpose, like. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's very strange. Let's looking. throw them off. Let's get those weird uh, things going. Word. All right, cool. Let's just jump into questions for the week. If you have any questions for us, please send us an email at questions at the-optional.com or drop them into our questions channel in our Discord. Or if you're brave enough, record us a voice message using the Anchor app on your phone. Please, we want to hear from you. I also have a question bucket forming, so if you don't hear a question this week, trust me, it's in the bucket. It's in there. And when we need questions, we'll just look in the bucket. Mr. Bucket. (laughs) Balls in my mouth, Mr. Bucket. Put the balls in my (laughs) mouth. Let's not keep saying that. Uh, Mo writes in, question. A while ago, people were saying Google Earth VR was the best thing VR had to offer. There's lots of games out now, so I have no clue if that still holds, but I'd be curious to hear your impressions of zooming around VR Google Earth. Specifically, people were saying it gave them some of the uh, overview effect, which is a thing that is really interesting. And I'm wondering if that was people being gassed up about VR or actually true to experience. Have you done Google Earth VR? No, I haven't done it, but I, I, you've told me about it a couple times. Yeah, I, uh, I tried it when it, experience with, when it first launched at uh, our friend Stan's house. And then I, I tried it again recently, very recently, when I, when I got my own headset. And it definitely has changed in small, subtle ways. But I will say I did experience a little bit of the overview effect. Um, not to the extent that someone who's probably been in a spaceship you know, orbiting Earth right. or from the moon or whatever. I'm, I'm sure that's got its own fucking, you know, <laughs> Baggage, bag of, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, my God. But it, it is kind of similar to, like, I don't know, the first time you fly out of country or the first time you fly to a different city for the first time on your own. Like, there is a sense of, like, leaving your bubble but also understanding how tiny your world is and how mm. tiny your problems are and, like, how tiny your life is overall. Because, like, Google Earth VR for me is 
was bugged out the first time I played it. And the second time I played it, I think I played it again somewhere else. But it was after my first trip to Japan. But even having played the first time I remember playing it and essentially being like a giant walking around Queens where I grew up and being able to be like, yep, that's where I lived right there and pointing at it. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like looming over it. Yeah, Yeah, I'm like 100 feet tall. And I'm like, yeah, I got beat up over here. (laughs) This is where, you know, I I had my first kiss or whatever. And you're like looking at your what was your world in like laid out in front of you like if you as it, as if it was like a room that you Absolutely. were standing in, and that felt bugged out to me and then like you know immediately jumping over to Tokyo where I was like, I stayed right here, I remember like leaving the airbnb we walked through this street, we went through this alleyway, this is where the park was here's that coffee shop we went to. So being able to like walk and like and the cool thing is is like it'll be like a blue sky. You can change the rotation or the rotation, the position of the sun. So mm-hmm. like it'll affect the time of the day. You can, um, you know, you can see, you can hear like the, sometimes I'll have like bird noises and like the wind and like street traffic, but it's all just like effects. But yeah, it it does give you a bit of that overview effect. I think if you have a VR headset or if you have access to one, try it out because it, it it really is, it really is like a another proof of concept for vr where like they're thinking about these things in ways that i'd never even yeah, thought about it's like oh let's just put people where they live even <laughs> we did it here i was like oh shit i can see the the roof of our building that's weird like i know what that looks like now yeah. like i know because we we, you know, we haven't been up there yet we're like ah, whatever it's a, it's a roof you know you've been to one yeah, roof you've been, you've been to, to them all yeah, but even now i'm like oh shit camera's right there <laughs> like this is where i you know it's where i take the train every day yeah it really is kind of mind-blowing to just walk around like a giant in like real life locations it's really cool yeah it makes me wonder uh you know like how like the military and shit gets stuff like way before we do like they've had the most advanced stuff you know they were working with the iphone 11 before you know when we had the three or whatever you know like that type of power like that leap um so like the real world implications for all these stuff implementations i should say uh, for all this stuff is interesting as fuck, and just being able to do it in your living room is just crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, because like I, we always, we talked about it before, like about like VR. Kind of when I became like a, a believer in VR, like I used to be a big hater, and then we played at your your homeboy's house, and I was like, oh shit, I'm in, you know. But like just being able to like go to somebody else's fucking country, maybe even talk to them in the future. Yeah. As you're like literally looking at their place, and they can like imagine being like two giants standing over this town and just being like, "Oh yeah, this is where I'm from." Yeah, the town, you know, that that's like the dopest shit to me. Yeah, I don't know, just like the I, it's limitless of what we can do. Yeah, yeah, and and like especially when you attach it to personal things, right? That necessarily uh-huh. like don't that, that like not everybody shares, right? So like me walking through that town in Queens would probably mean like. Not as much to you, to, right? But but like you have your own version of that where you're like, holy shit! Like this is where you know whatever. Right. That's really cool to think about, like inhabiting spaces that you know. I mean, I, again, I check it out if you have VR, or if you have access to VR. It's it's really mind blowing, and it really does sort of change your perception a bit. Not to the point where like I you know I've been to space, but really cool. So the answer is no. People aren't just being gassed up sexually. The experience. Yeah, no, it's it's real. It's the real deal, Holyfield. Um, all right, cool. Bo, we got another question Shout from to Bo. Bo. Shout out to Bo. Is there a game that you really love but will never replay? Mm. Excluding time sinks like Persona or Skyrim, the Uncharted series are some of the best games I've ever played, but I will never play them again. You know what? I agree with him. 
I love those games, but I probably won't play them again. Well, yeah, it's kind of brought up um, Last of Us. I, yeah, I, have, <laughs> I hate played that game yeah, through all of yeah. it, and I, I liked. I overall, I like the game. Same. Uh, I think it's pretty cool, but uh, I hated that game. I'll never play it again. Either. I'll never play that it's, shit it's, again. It's it's and it kind of makes me not want to play the new one. It, it makes me dread the yeah the part two. Where I'm yeah, like, I know oh, I'm gonna great. play it. Right, I can't wait to Eventually. have fun being like anxiety driven. I think I'm gonna wait too before you know playing it but anyway like that that's a that's another one yeah that's a good one i've been since i've been playing red dead online a lot uh it kind of makes me not want to play the actual uh main game mm. i don't know if i'll say that that one ever again because i do come i have get, I have these waves with the uh, rockstar games um but it's just such a long drawn out thing like that took me months to finish and it was just like just dreading that slow it's very rare for me to return to a game. Yeah. Once I beat it once, I'm like, I'm good. I have to move on. What games have you played multiple times? I know you've played like Metal Gear stuff over and over. Yeah, I played Metal Gear a couple, couple f- times, few yeah. times. Yeah. Um, I, f- I think I played two a couple times. Th- these were when I was like younger, I had way more time on my hands. But I think I've also, I mean, I've played Streets of Rage two a trillion oh, yeah. times. I'll play that again a million times. Did you watch that GDC? No, not yet, not yet. Oh, I have it queued up on my watch later. So good. Um. I'm trying to think of recently a game that I like started over from scratch that I've already beaten. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'll, I don't know. I can't think of one. But we were talking about like Destiny earlier. Like I, I could never replay a game like that. So like if I lose like a save or something like that, mm, I'm not going to do same. it. Same. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. <laughs> not going to do it. It yeah. happened to me with Borderlands. 11 Ooh. hour save gone. And I was like, well, <laughs> nice knowing you, Borderlands. I guess it was cool for what I played, but um, I can't give you a really. I was also like low key, like not loving the experience, mm-hmm. like I loving fifty percent of it, and the other fifty percent really being like, Ugh. yeah. They keep trying to make me play this over, and I refuse. But Skyrim won't do it. Won't do it. Then you can put it on my contact lenses. I'll never <laughs> fucking play that shit. I just won't. They might. They will. They might. I know they will. Shit. It's it's this joke now. It's yeah, just yeah. like, oh, fuck you, man. I'm, yeah. Don't put that shit on anything. <laughs> don't put that evil on me. Yeah, don't. Um, all right, cool. Our last question for the week comes from Matt. He, he says, I saw a tweet a few weeks back along the lines of, I like using guides for puzzle games like the Untitled Goose game because I would rather enjoy the jokes slash solutions than bang my head against the wall. Mm. I'm not above using walkthroughs as I've gotten older and I've had less time to play games. I can see where the tweet is coming from, but guides still feel like cheating to me. What's your relationship with guides and when do you use them? Good question. Actually, uh, I have a large experience with with guides. Usually after I finish like the main game, especially like an open world game, it's Mm. usually for like collectibles or something like that. I actually had to use one recently for GTA online. Uh, this is website that does, um, it tells you where all the like if you're using the collector class, I think it's called in Red Dead, the new um, class system. Uh, you have to find stuff throughout the world, and it's just easier to look at a map that they update every week, and you can just kind of make a loop and and do that. So that's easy for me. Hmm. Um, but like for puzzles, I, I guess it would have to be where like I literally couldn't figure it out. But yeah. even then, I would put it down for a couple days and then come back to it. Yeah, and get some fresh eyes. Yeah, for me, it's like if I. I don't consider them cheating. Um, yeah, no, not at all. <clears throat> so, like, for me, it needs to be, I'm at my last, like, I'm on the last straw. I can't figure it yeah. out. I'm super stuck. I tried doing it with Outer Wilds, mm-hmm. and that game is really tough to look up a guide for because, like, there's no, like... Answer. There's no, there's an answer, but there's, like, it's hard to, 
circle in on like because there's so many factors that oh, right. are like into time play. Yeah, yeah like which what you've angle done you already, came from. Yeah. yeah what you've done already what you know personally because that game really hinges on like your knowledge of the world mm-hmm. in a way that like is more than just like i know how to use the hook shot right. it's like no do you understand the three laws <laughs> and you're like oh shit i think i do because even when like um austin hit me up and he dm me he was like do you understand the three rules and i was like yeah and he was like what are they and he like quizzed my ass and i was like i told him he's like all right you're good so now that you know this uh, so like so that that for me is like my my point of like all right i can like figure out this one thing that i got hung up on if yeah. it's a thing i can't ask someone for a hint on then i'll just like look it up because i don't want to have to like bother somebody but um yeah like i I did it with final fantasy 8 where i was like i forgot what i was supposed to do so i like looked it up and i was like oh okay now i got it and like but having read it i was like oh it's actually like i I found a tip that was like before you do that though Mm -hmm. make sure to find this gf fight him because you're gonna need him later he has an ability or, or like you're gonna be able to fight this mini boss um now if you pass up on this mini boss you'll pass up on like the ability to to draw specific gotcha. spells from him so i'm like all right cool so that for that kind of shit is useful but i try to avoid them as much as i can i had to look at one or two for control not gonna lie uh yeah maybe i can't i was trying to think of one if i like figured it out because it was one it was like it was the game being stupid mm. i don't think i got like the trigger for something and i was like where is this thing uh and it was just oh no you know what it was it was for a boss Mm. I was for a boss. I was like doing yeah. the right thing, but it wasn't working. Oh, gotcha. And I looked it up, and I, they were like, "Do this thing." I was like, "I'm doing that thing." <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, 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 it was just like glitch or some shit. So I had to like kind of like leave the area completely. I don't know. Like it was, I was just doing the wrong thing. But it was one of those situations. It wasn't mm. like you know which about. But yeah, it gets to a point where like I bang my head against a thing where I just can't figure it out. Uh, that's when I'll use a thing. Yeah, but I'm, I, again, I'm not against it. Use a fucking guy. Yeah, guy. Enjoy I'm, the game yeah. however you want. And, and I'm like, I'm not one to also judge people for putting a game on easy. Have a good time. Put that shit on easy, bro. Knock like, why? Out. Like, yeah. it's not a competition with me. Or no, anything. I had nothing to prove. And, every, t- every time I start a stream on, like, at work, especially if it's like Call of Duty or something, I'm like, all right, everybody, get ready for some mediocre gameplay. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not Jack Frags. Nope. So uh, get ready for to see me die a lot. Um, all right, cool. So jumping into feeling it. Hello, YouTube. Feel- oh, no, that was a Jack <laughs> That is kind of Jack That was pretty yeah, good. Was pretty good. Uh, feeling it is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. Yes. You got something? Yeah, I do. Um, so this is kind of like a feeling it and it immediately turned into a, not immediately, but I'm a day or two it. it turned into a not feeling it. Oh, well, shit. so I think it was one of the uh, people in the discord on Twitter. I think they linked an article about a role-playing server for GTA 5. Okay. It was called No Pixel. Okay. And it's this weird community where they literally role-play. It's like Second Life, but in GTA 5. So I was like, I'm on Twitch. Let me just look it up. Because I was like, I just had it in the back of my head. I was like, that sounds hilarious. Right. So What's the premise? uh, Is there a premise? you, You get into the server. I guess it only holds up to like 32 real life people. So it's a very popular one. It's been going on for a long time now. Um, but basically you, you go, you have to follow the rules. You have to stay in character at all times. Um, unless you like talking to your chat and then you can just kind of mute your audio and talk to your chat in your real voice. But um, basically it's like you pick a job. You can be like whatever, literally whatever you like want. A garbage. You could be a garbage man. man. You could be a taxi driver. You can be a police force. You can be a gangster. 
You can be uh, th- there's people that are part of the Weasel News, like in the what? GTA, like, and they have cameras that go into <laughs> like real time, like we- with the 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 bottom scrolling thing. It's incredible. Like they put a lot of time into this server, um, which the concept is just. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's like kind of like everything my like fantasy brain wanted GTA to be. Right. Uh, ever since I was like seen GTA three, you know. Um, so anyway, I started watching a couple of people. A lot of them just not super charismatic, but I found this one dude. I'm not gonna say his name, but uh, he was role playing this older, like really old, um, like ex gangster who's a British man, and he's very good at role playing. It was like hilarious. Like he would just do like get arrested and like break out of jail and like have people like uh i don't know give him money and meet him like it was it was fucking phenomenal so i watched this guy for like maybe two hours i was like that's pretty fucking cool so a couple days pass and i like i was like oh i wonder what they're up to and see if he maybe he's on again so i go in and this motherfucker started a new character that was like a newscaster or some shit and it was just an asian dude he was role-playing come on b an asian dude and it was as bad as you think it was. He was doing like every type of accent that you can think of, uh, like stereotypical Asian accent. So it was like doing weird Japanese. It was just bad, and like it made me more sad because it was like you're already funny, dude. Like you don't need that, you know. Like he was doing really. He was a. He's not a Asian guy, if you were wondering. Um, so it was like Spoiler. even more so, more so, just like bad and tacky. And it was just, like, going for, like, a cheap laugh. And, like, the chat was just loving it. Uh, there was, like, one or two people that were just, like, uh, this, I don't know about this, you know? But those people just kind of got drowned out by, yeah. you know, the masses of whatchamacallit. And I was just kind of got sad because I, was like, I found somebody that I thought was, like, really funny and, like, kind of cool. And it kind of, like, eased me into this world that was very complex uh, and a lot to do, you know? Like, because a lot of people are just playing police officers and they're just literally giving people tickets and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. it's not it's not fun. But he was doing some like wild shit right. that was re- like really fun and like funny. Um, but I I still think so. My feeling it is no pixel. I think it's a cool idea. Oh, actually, let's say role playing servers for GTA because there's more of them out there. I think no pixel is probably like the most popular one. Um, there's a bunch out there. And it's a non-feeling it for that fucker's fucking thing. So I just like yeah. blocked him on Twitch, and I was just like, I can't do that anymore. Yeah, someone on my on my Twitter feed recently, <clears throat> I forgot who it was, who it was, but they talked about like trying to find like you know the the they experienced something very similar, mm-hmm. like, some, something similar where they like they found a streamer that they liked and like, oh, this is cool. I'll follow them for a while, and then like two days into watching their stuff. They said something real problematic or whatever, and it's like, all right, well, I got to find someone else now. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah, I wonder what the process is for, like, it's it must really suck. And that we've written about this, too, at the site, about, like, when your favorite YouTuber or whatever becomes problematic or whatever, like, how to deal, like, how do you deal with that kind of stuff? And it sucks that, like, what a fucking bummer for, like, someone you you thought could be someone yeah. you, you would follow regularly to just do some stupid shit like it's, that. It's kind of weird because, like, I really only, like, I watch, I watch a lot of YouTube and stuff like that. I don't, I really don't watch a lot of uh, Twitch. I, recently, I have been like I've been checking out really cool people like uh, Mary Kish uh, from. Um, she's at Twitch now, but she used to be of Gamespot. She has a really good stream where she does like scary games this month. Um, there's a lot of cool like people that are doing good shit. But again, it's like one of those things where you're like, you know, I, I like one of my favorite YouTubers, Dashy XP. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's hilarious. I think he does really good stuff. Um, I think he's a positive guy, but he doesn't really dive into 
anything political or say anything any which way, which is very strategic on his part. Sure. I would like him to like kind of do that. But again, that's his choice. He doesn't really say anything problematic. So it's like this weird like give and take where it's like... I'll sound like bitch. Yeah, <laughs> you're right, right. No, but I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is like he's not really saying anything too offensive where yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know... Like nothing racially, like no racial. No, no, he doesn't bullshit. say like the N word or anything, and like you know, Gina Rodriguez, <laughs> fucking asshole, idiot. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's just this weird, like you know, give and take of like, yeah, you don't want to get too close to these people. Word. I, I think that's that's where it goes, and, and hold them accountable. Also, if they do, like, if you if you're into them, you should. Like I said, like if I was like a fan of this guy for a long time and he hadn't said anything, and then he was doing that. Asian voice, I would have been like, yo, dude, what's up with that? Like, you know, like, you're, that's not cool at all. You're already funny. Why are you yeah. doing this? It's it's wild how, like, this shit comes in waves where, like, you can see how far removed and out of touch they are mm-hmm. from, like, even their own fans, even. Like, I'm sure there are some of their, some of their fans who are Asian American or even Asian, like, you know, from East Asia or whatever, who, like, might even just be, like, or wherever part, whatever yeah. part of Asia who are just like, oh, you know, whatever, I can forgive him for whatever reason. But, like, it's crazy to see how far removed some people still are from, like, the, the just, like, the really simple ask of, like, hey, don't just be, try, just do better. Yeah. Just do better. I was like, if, I don't know, if, I don't know even know how you got to that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you think that's a good idea? It's like, that doesn't even register to you? I mean, the the world. One of the world's biggest streamers was doing that as a gimmick for a while. The fucking Doctor Disrespect, oh, and he that's was. part of his shtick was like, yo, I don't give a fuck. I'm disrespectful. Like, yeah, he was doing every time he like encountered like uh, players from China, or whatever. He started doing you know a really stereotypical, problematic accent. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's like it's it's demoralizing when you realize how many followers they have, how how much power they hold, and like how much influence they have, and how little they give a fuck about not caring about you know yeah because i mean insulting people yeah it's just it's just weird like you can be a bad boy persona and stuff but there's a way to do it that's not like truly fucked up right you know like, at like expensive this else. shit is cheap i don't know man it's corny yeah it's super corny that that's what it boils down to to, to me and it's easier for me to just be like i'll never watch this person ever again right, you know right. like i don't really have any of that like even with people that i actually like um, if they're doing fucked up shit, I have no problem just to be like, whatever. There's, right. there's a literally million other people that are out there. You just got to, you know, find a weed through them and also bump those people up who are doing good shit. But word, again, word, word. no pixels fucking dope. I, I thought it was a great concept for a thing that I didn't even know existed. I mean, I guess I could have guessed it existed at some point, but it was just really, really interesting. Um, I definitely, you know, find somebody that, you know, you can, they have like, hundreds of streams. So. Mm-mm check them out word i'll check um, that out i also saw um went to the movies last week and i saw uh the joker yeah which was a movie <laughs> this is not like a, a feeling or not feeling it was like it's it, a thing that exists huh? yeah it was it was fine like i liked it i, I thought it was cool but are you gonna go to the bronx to walk the stairs bruh i know that area in the bronx <laughs> and i sh- no way i was actually talking to my mom about it and i told her she was like they no <laughs> no my yeah, mom no. grew up in the bronx so it's yeah. like and i was born there or whatever but this is like people are stupid. Stop going Don't to do it. Remember in uh, East New York when Banksy put his art over there? Stupid. And then uh, the people like the dudes on the block were like charging people. That was great. I thought it was great. That I, was great. I think the people in that neighborhood should do the same thing to those or keep yeah. robbing people. Whatever. Yeah. That's the only crime I I uh, like agree to. 
<laughs> robbing people? Yeah, robbing the people that show up on those steps that don't belong there, bro. Oh Rob them. Uh, just don't be a dumb. Yeah, don't be dumb. Don't don't be dumb. But yeah, Joker was a movie. It was out. Joaquin Phoenix is a great actor. I'll say mm. that. Okay. I'll say that. Have you seen it? No, I'm waiting for the screener. You, sh- you should. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely one of those things where like I didn't have to come to the movies nope. to see this. Not gonna do it. Not even a little bit. Not gonna do it. Yeah. What I will say is, my feeling it yes. is theater related. Is it? Oh, I think I know. Little movie called Parasite. Yes, I knew it. Ooh. I was trying to find that because uh, the reason I saw Joker is because I couldn't find something that was like good. So we just kind of went to Lincoln Center, which is a bad movie theater. The one on the Upper West Side? Yeah. Bad movie theater. That has the Dolby Yeah, shit, yeah. That's like the only reason you really go there. Yeah, me. no. And the the rest are old and gross. Huh. And I ended up in an old and gross Joker screening. And I was Damn. like. It, you know what? It's like 4D experience, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Stepped in some it, gum. It really was like, yeah. uh, it made yeah. it remind me of like old school, like middle school. Like, why is theater. my chair wet? Yeah, bro. why is it wet? <laughs> um, this chair doesn't even go all the way back. It's extra sticky today. My knees were getting bumped by uh, the girl in front of me. Worst. Yo, that happened to me in the parasite screening, and I kept doing the like, <laughs> hit, hit my chair back, like, get off my fucking chair. So, uh, watched Parasite. So, this is a really, really awesome movie. I'm going to look up the director's name real quick because I always. He was forget. the guy who did um, Snowpiercer. He did Snowpiercer. He also did. Um, Snowpiercer's dope. Watch that movie. Oh, my God. Is it on Netflix? Uh, I don't think so. It used to be at some point. He, he also did Okja, which is on Netflix. Okja's dope, too. Okja's fantastic. Dark. Uh, the director's name. Um, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna just... Okja is about a pig, rhino. Hippopotamus cow. Here it is. I got okay. It. Anyway, so yeah, it's it actually is a really great movie. I highly recommend it. It's good. Um, his name is Bong Joon Ho, mm-hmm. uh, from Korea. Like really dope director who's like no one's on his fucking level right now. He just like every movie he makes is like such dope. a banger, such a cool fucking movie. That has a lot to say too. Lots to say, a lot behind it. There's like really cool interviews that have been coming out from like Vulture and like all these other places mm-hmm. uh, with this director in particular and his like interactions with like Harvey Weinstein and stuff that are really, really cool, which I won't give away. But um, Parasite, for those who don't know, is like his latest movie and he's used to making these like really large blockbuster style movies. If you've seen Okja, you know that like it's it's like this, you know, global adventure where it's someone trying to save this like giant pig looking thing mm-hmm. and uh, he's, his, we watched one of his other movies recently, like one of his first movies that he got really known for called The Host from like 06 or whatever. And yeah. um, it's really good. I, mean, I, haven't, I haven't watched it, but I heard. I, I liked parts of it, but overall, I didn't love it. Okay. I, I, I thought it was like, mm, but I could see for 06 it being like, whoa, this is crazy. It came out of nowhere. But that all being said, Parasite is probably his, more, his most focused film because it, it involves like two families, uh, one location, and it has so much to say. And it's so like densely packed into this like, wild ride of a movie mm-hmm. that basically uh the quick synopsis is there's a family that is like struggling to make ends meet and they exist as like basically as like scammers mm-hmm. and they find a way into the lives of a very wealthy uh, architects no no he's not an architect a very wealthy guy's really beautiful like mansion mm-hmm. and um it's this story of how they navigate themselves in that world and how they you know how they sort of challenged with staying within that world and um just really wild twists and turns i don't want to say any more about the movie i didn't even i watched the trailer for it maybe once like weeks and weeks and weeks ago um but other other than the poster that's kind of how i went in i would highly recommend just 
going in blind. But the movie, like, the first, like, 10, 15 minutes of the movie are so fucking good, and it draws you in immediately. But even, like, when you think you know what the movie's about and where it's heading... Mm-hmm. It just takes it. It takes a fucking wild left turn, and you're you're so surprised by some of the decisions that characters make and the sort of unfortunate things that happen that mm-hmm. cause like antics, and like it's also hilarious. Like like all the way through, there are like so many little subtle jokes or like really over the top things that are fun to watch play out, like almost even like slapsticky. But um, it's it's got everything. It's it's got a super deep message about like again i don't want to say too much about it but it it has a really awesome um underlying message that it is really fun to pick apart and read and dissect and discuss with someone else who's seen it um highly recommend it i think it's i don't know if it's in wide release yet i don't think it's in wide release just yet uh when we saw it we only saw it at the one theater that they're showing it in new york which is the ifc Mm -hmm. theater um and when it was done like it was like people were clapped like it was applause like I think it might be it's like neck and neck with my favorite movie of the year so far it's probably between this and um, The Last Black Man in San Francisco oh yeah I still haven't seen that oh my god so good yo this year has been very long full of good shit though full of great movies yeah Yeah. like the last couple movies we've seen in the theaters have been like for me like standing ovation type types of things before this it was Promare which I like I I talked about that on the show that was one of your uh, feelings Feeling it's yeah Um, so yeah I highly recommend checking it out if it is coming to your town if not like I'm pretty sure that it'll probably show up on well like, apparently Netflix it did really well yeah um, like it blew expectations yeah out of the like people are ranting and raving about it <laughs> I hate that um, but apparently that's the case and uh, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do like a bigger release they have to where you can get it at a regular you know AMC or some shit even if you like get a chance to like buy it in some form or rent it like it's worth the fucking money. Like rent it on whatever, like uh, Amazon or Google, whatever. Like rent it and like get some people over. Like have a good time. I think I'd, I would also recommend watching it with other people. Um, it's definitely like a theater watch, in my opinion. It one hundred percent justifies the the cost and the you know everything. I'm into it. So so good. Um, I have so much more to say about it, and maybe I, w- I know that now that more people are watching it in the Discord, maybe I'll start like a spoiler channel. Yeah, do that. If people are interested. Um, because I want to talk about this with somebody. Like me and my girlfriend talked about it. Like that the whole way back from the the theater, we just talked about it. Like we didn't talk about anything else but that thing. And it was like, there's yeah. so much there to like chew on. Yeah, it it looks interesting as fuck. Even though it doesn't tell you even anything what it's about. Yeah, yeah. Like, had you like just like been interested in it, or did someone tell you watch the shit? It was it was a bit of both. It was it was more of the latter though. Like people were like, "Yo, you should watch this. This is incredible." And I saw the hype on Twitter about being like unable to like book a screening yeah. or like to, to find tickets for a screening. So I like booked tickets for like a Monday night. We like went after work. I left a little early and like um, we just like kind of made like a night out of it. And it was like I um man, one of the best movies. Yeah, I've I remember seen in a I saw time. a trailer for it during the midsummer uh, uh, watch, and I was like, "Oh, that looks." interesting as fuck and as the guy was like from the director of Snowpiercer I was like I like that shit yeah that's my shit yeah yeah yeah. so it's definitely like again I think he's found and according to the interviews I think I hope he stays within this realm of Mm -hmm. like these really focused hyper focused smaller scale stories which which I think can also be just as like you know you don't necessarily need an army blockade to to feel the tension and the stakes being raised 
in this way, like, man, some of those, like, some of, like, the set pieces in this movie are so small, but they feel so grand on, yeah, like, a sure. metaphysical level. Man, but, like, again, the things that it's saying, like, the little, like, subtle metaphors and messages, like, that are hidden within, like, you could also watch it as, like, a thriller or whatever but if you really want to like get the full experience like yeah watch it I'm, i want to go watch it again actually i would actually love to watch it again um i'm gonna try to go this week then yeah i would say definitely try to go to the ifc or whatever and, and do you check just it out. do they have assigned seats there no Whack. so we got there like half an hour before and we were able to get some but you know what though the, the, the theater that they showed it in like there kind of isn't a bad seat there it's okay. like the screen is so far away from even the front row gotcha. that even if you're in the front like it's, it's not, not too terrible bad. yeah um but yeah, what else check you it doing, out, man? Let's keep talking. <laughs> Shit, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Um, anime's out. My Hero started again. New season. It's true. Watch that. Oh my god, I have a subtle feeling. There. All right, what is it? It's a horrible show that I love on Netflix. Just started not too long ago. The Walking Dead season eight. It's called Rhythm and Flow. Let me tell you about Rhythm. And no, Flow. you're not watching this show, man. Fuck it this. is a show with all right, y'all. Cardi it's B, been a great time. Ti. Yeah. Tip Harris. Um and Chance the Rapper. It is quite the experience. I heard it's good. I'm only I'm I'm like half hate watching it and half actually like, oh wow, these people are actually not that bad. Yeah. But oh my god. Cam. No, so like someone posted a couple of people oh, god. posted that they love this show, right? And I don't trust them at all. So I was like, fuck this don't show. I'm never them. watching the show. And the fact that you even brought it up hurts my heart. And I'm going to have to watch the show. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt. So I watched the first couple episodes. They were horrible, in my opinion. Yeah. And what's wild is that, like, the the people that they've gotten attached to the show, I'm like, how did you get these people? Because it's, like, people that I actually, like, like. It's like, oh, cool, like, Chance the Rapper goes to Chicago and, like, sits down oh, with I Lupe. Bro, Netflix has all the money in the world. Yeah. And this last, the last episode I watched, spoiler alert, yeah was about like the contestants making music videos and the music videos for like someone who's like never made a music video before like for these people are like some of the best music videos really? i've ever seen that's awesome um and there's some like legit good talent on the show but like wait so is it like oh, a battle show no it, kind of so like it's a whole like it's a basic reality template show where like contestants they all audition to be on the show mm-hmm. each episode is a different task so like one episode is like okay it's the cypher gotcha you know you guys all compete at the same time and like we'll pick who's the best one of each group and then the next episode is like battles okay now you guys are facing off 1v1 and then this last one was like all right music videos like who has we have to eliminate two people this time around it's, so, remember that um that show that mc search had yeah like the white rapper, the white rapper yeah, show yeah, yeah. it reminds me of that it's a lot like that okay but, but with like did she sneeze like my cat just sneezed uh-huh. um it's a lot like that if it was like instead of MC Search, it's like T.I.'s dumbass and being Cardi like, like indubitably. Yeah, like, <laughs> like saying the stupid and like in a fucking full tuxedo or whatever. You're like, all right, T.I., all right. Oh, but I still God. can't. Like, he's, he's a dummy, but I like, you know what? I love him. I, I respect him. But, but, you know, again, really cool cameos in there. Like, fucking hysterical moments of like this person, this one contestant who I cannot stand. And they, refuse to let them go oh god um but then again there are like legit 
really strong talent Taylor, in there, yeah. and you're like, oh, this is kind of cool. They're giving them a shot, whatever. And and then and then there's Cardi B who just like basically. Interesting. I need somebody to watch it with, so I probably won't watch it for a long time. I think you're gonna hate it, and I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it because I kind of hate it too. Like I kind of hate yeah, it. Yeah, it's just like, oh, this is dumb TV. So dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, before we wrap up the show, how can the people keep up with you online? Uh, you can catch me on Twitter and uh, Instagram at Cappy Can't Lose. C A P I C A N T L O S E. Nice. How about you, Ben? I am uh, Pauly Mayo. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. That's P O L I M as in Mario A Y O. Uh, follow me on Twitter and also on your day job, man. You got a yeah. day job where you put out good shit. Thanks, man. Oh yeah, this week especially, I'm gonna have some good shit coming yeah. down. So about a game, I don't think I can talk about yet. No, no. But I'm excited about it. Um, so yeah, follow me on uh, Kotaku and stuff. So thank you so much for listening this week. If you have any questions or comments, send them over to questions at the-optional.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, put please it be in sure. the bucket. Put it in the bucket. Please be sure to subscribe or on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, and Spotify. If you could take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes, though, that really helps us spread the yeah. word. Please do that. Incredible. We also have a lot of reviews on there, so thank you to everybody who's sent in reviews. Five stars, five words at least. And if you like the show and want to help keep it going, uh, please check out our profile on Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash the optional podcast. Click on the little supporter button. Help help us, you know, keep these lights on. Give us as low as a dollar a month. Our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com. That's where you can find the show. Share it with your friends. As always, we're on Twitter as well at, at the optional NYC. And our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack. Yeah, shout out to Levi. You can find him on Twitter at underscore L E V I P A C K. So until next time, everyone. It's glad to be. I'm glad. Yeah, to be we're back. back. Yeah, we're Mike. back. Mike. <laughs>